0: We're going to work through your stupid pain. Get over it.
1: There is no more pain. I Women are funny. Get over it. <laughs> Women are funny. God. Get over it. <laughs> Every time Amy Schumer talks about her vagina, I love so much. Phil Bird
0: did this, said this funny I see on his pocket. He was he was talking about how, like, oh, yeah, well, things are funny. Like The reason why if a guy gets assaulted, it's funny, and, if, and a girl, it's not, is because – Guys are just fucking funny. Anything (laughs) that happens to a guy is funny. Imagine the three Stooges. Now imagine they were three broads. Yeah, (laughs) that's (laughs) so (laughs) true. And then he he starts giggling and goes, (laughs) Wait, that would be pretty funny.
1: (laughs) (laughs) God. Well it's an up it close to your host with the most Chris Smith as he boasts we toast as we roast any little problem and we'll fix it in post playing devil's advocate as he hits you with jokes who can it be sitting next to me Adney, your baby's dad knee spitting comedy magically scoring out your comic book wannabes you're gonna be hit with a hook or turn your face into a tragedy Steve B with chemistry dropping recipes and melodies restlessly especially using dark humor as weaponry mentally haunting all your dirty thoughts like an no empathy credibility discussing history legacy ethnicity destiny felonies industry jealousy memories pregnancies tendencies therapy heavily rate review us you fucking alkies what the fuck is wrong with you alkies i said rate, review us fucking alkies why haven't you done that get off your fat ass pause the show and fucking do it for us because you're a bitch welcome, welcome 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 this is the alcohol cast we are your hosts i am chris smith to my right i got Dr. Dadney, LF, Stevie August-Borghese. I feel like phone it's phone? been a month since we've done a
0: proper introduction. I know, yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. We've been very unprofessional lately.
1: That's uh, that's how we do it. We're pretty unprofessional here.
0: <laughs> Look at your stupid fucking headphones. Okay. You are unprofessional, child! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, do you have any uh, new fucking shout-outs? Got me some,
1: nah, some we SoundCloud? Didn't get, we, didn't this, we didn't get a SoundCloud follower. Uh, we, I think it's because we posted a little late, so usually like, we'll post one and then we'll... We'll get someone to come on board, but we didn't get one. Um, yeah, apologize for the the late. We uh, it's been a rough two weeks, but oh, we're back on, shout out we back on track. Mine's we back on track. Mine too. Uh, so this past weekend was Thanksgiving, all that good stuff. So. When you live in a really small town like Yarrington, once Thanksgiving the dinner is over, for some reason it's time to party and have a reunion. So yeah. you go down to the bar. That's, a, that's every town. Yeah. <laughs> well, usually it's only like the small what? towns because like did you guys do it? Oh wait, you I mean a I mean, reunion? Have you not about seen the town reunion? Yeah, it was like, it was essentially like... Everyone th- from his age group is like, yeah. oh, let's party again. Oh, yeah. yeah, have you everyone's seen back in
0: town and whatnot. Zach and Miri make a porno. Like, yeah. that's a big plot point that's in the true. beginning of that
1: film. Yeah, I just didn't feel, I felt, <laughs> I feel like it happens a lot more in like little communities. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah, because well, even if like we go back, this, our small community is going to be like, let's hit up a couple of friends and let's go. And then when you're in a small town, everyone kind of knows each other yeah, the, so it's well, like yeah it's, let's all it's go down noticeable let's that all go it, down to Jenkins Bar and get an cool old thing shot is, is you don't have to up yeah, anybody yeah, that's
0: <laughs> the problem is like what Stevie just kind of alluded to is that there is only one bar <laughs> exactly. so it's not like you have a choice Exactly, you're gonna run into that bully that Chris I mean Chris was a bully <laughs> <laughs> Chris, so what's his face that one fucking poor son of a bitch ran into your Fucking punk ass. <laughs> hey, but he feels good about and then himself you, now because look who's bald. <laughs> and then you're fucking
1: Yeah, and then you run into your fucking, you know, you run into your freshman's. He's wearing those grass stained fucking jeans. Oh my God. grass fucking stained jeans. I didn't actually run into her. But anyways, yeah, so it's really cool. You go to the bar, and she's then, at standing rock, huh? You're like, oh, I fucking forgot about this fucking person. It's been a long oh, time. Dude, I moment, oh, I love that moment. Especially so when you're the bit trunk. You got yeah. some good rock and uh-huh. roll going, dude. You're feeling good. Rocking, you're oh, feeling like, good. You got turkey in your tummy. <laughs> are, the new jukeboxes are so dope because it's all internet based so yeah. you can just like search, new yeah. fucking songs do a on there. wide super search cool. yeah the old jukebox fucking sucks dude it's like discs and shit you don't want that <laughs> but yeah super search cause I can listen to all my bluegrass yeah, while I'm at cool. bars yeah. I'm like this is awesome yeah, get ready for good, me yeah. to annoy all you motherfuckers <laughs> cause I'm putting 80 quarters in this bitch <laughs> and I'm gonna keep pushing play before other songs play yeah, yeah. before yeah, other yeah, songs yeah I'll pay an extra credit huh? yeah, I'll pay dollars all day if it means that my music plays before your shitty music Not you, but the the master. So, I mean, that was really cool, but a person that I did see there, a person that I've known for a while now, she came up to me, I was like, Chris, how are you? I was like, oh, how are you? And we had a nice little conversation, and then she let me know, she's like, listen to your fucking podcast every week, and I was like, oh, right on, I I didn't even know, like you didn't tell me or anything. You seem like, like, who? (laughs) 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 What? Definitely, shout out to Kayla Moore, Who? also wanted to take re-home with her she was like oh my god you are so much more beautiful in person than i actually thought you were
2: because <laughs> I, like, I, I was thinking about chris really? i, was, I, was, I, was, I was, thought you
1: were a shower from home depot like i thought he was sticking his dick in a know. you know i thought he made you up
0: much <laughs> <laughs> for, for <laughs> his stupid little podcast yeah, oh my like god you're real panel.
1: she's <laughs> like yeah thank you at first she was like okay and then like but Caleb wouldn't stop because now she's a little tipsy. oh embarrassed. Oh yeah. Oh,
0: we just lost a listener because you're embarrassing her. We just found out about her, her. I'm
1: not and you're gonna make her humiliate He also, at wa- all. He also lost a girlfriend because Caleb pulled through and brought shower to her house. <laughs> and now Chris is like, I gotta go pick her up. It was right. funny. It was days. funny. So yeah, shout out to Caleb Moore. Much love. That's awesome, dude. Fuck yeah. I love it, when was Like Salut- that's so cool, Caleb, Caleb Moore. Yeah. <laughs> when random like random people. Oh by the way, like I didn't. Same thing that happened to me. Uh, well, I w- it's not somebody who listened, but I was talking to, like when I first met Travis in my work and I was telling him about the show and I, was t- I brought up the B-Stiff scale and he goes, oh shit, I work with this girl named Nicole and she told me all about the scale. And not only that, but another kid named Jared that what? I've known for years. My life's worth. <laughs> <laughs> another kid another kid named Jared I've known for a long time. I'm talking to him at the bar, and he's like, oh, how's the podcast going? And I was like, oh, nice. Have you checked it out? He goes, no, I haven't had time. I'm a little busy. But uh, I, I was told about your blowjob scale from Nicole, the <laughs> same girl. Was, so she's cold. spreading out. Nicole, Nicole Barker is her name. Uh, She's a big-time listener. I've given her a shout-out before. Fuck, you know what? Give her a shout-out again, because this is the thing. Um, No, Nicole is the fucking shit. She's a bartender. She was the president of Reno Bartenders Guild. I've wanted to get her on the show for a while now. Okay, okay. Um, I remember you talking about her. Yeah, she's fucking awesome, dude, and she supports the show. Tells everybody about it, but mainly tells everybody <laughs> about the fucking blowjob scale. That's which, which I as a, we
0: definitely appreciate that because the Beast of Scale is a you masterpiece.
1: Definitely need to copyright that already. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how you go about it. Well, but I, I guess I it. should ask
0: Jesse Ventura <laughs> how you <laughs> trademark certain exactly. things like the body. <laughs> trademark, I had to the, trademark the, body. the body. Trademark the Beastiff scale. <laughs> I was so like, what I you was, gotta understand just, is there's you know, five I categories i was huh? stretching how to how the hell would he pronounce that
1: in your <laughs> own have no head idea. Idea. And you, no, you ever saying. been getting a blowjob from a woman and you're like god i wish this was better <laughs> but you don't know how to tell her well listen up ladies and gentlemen <laughs> listen to the body <laughs> and i'll tell you number one, <laughs> number one. <laughs> b is for blowjob that doesn't really matter i'm all about
0: <laughs> superior Superior uh, uh, craftsmanship. I want I'm all that top performance. That's, you see that? That's what I'm all about. That's why I was in. I was one of the Navy frogmen. That's why I was such a physical specimen. Because I believe in top performance. And when it comes to top sexual performance, the Beast scales rule <laughs> <A-roo. laughs> that's <laughs> How Hell, I went. Yeah, I went with a little Nixon there. Whatever, man.
1: I'll work on that. That's
0: it. fine. Nixon was a great president. I got. I got the hiccups Fuck right up. now. It's ruining everything. <laughs>
1: All right, yeah. so we're going to jump over and do uh, part three of our relationships. And since Thanksgiving uh, Thanksgiving just passed, <laughs> I wanted to uh, give an homage to my boy over here, Chris, because uh, he looks like he needs a, his song. Chris looks like he, just, he, he always needs a song. I look at him like, man, I could just serenade you and shower all day long. <laughs> so I can just do that. I can try to pull a fucking Kayla Moore, take uh, you both home with uh, me, uh, just to serenade you while you guys fucking... Fuck in front of me, you know? So the song this week is called uh song is called What I'm Thankful For. New car, thick beard, about a year since I've been here. Back roads cold beer pull off the rear just to shoot some deer there's his estate open the gate the muddy path seems to draw me in I left this place due to the hate I received from that diamond mining son of a bitch I'm thankful for the fact I know there's no God I'm thankful that I left this royal facade well, I'm thankful I didn't vote for that racist retard. <laughs> but what I'm mostly thankful for is this middle finger pointing straight at fucking Todd. <laughs> Fuck you, Todd. So yeah, suck it, fucking Todd. Yeah, Todd, you can suck it
2: right there suck it, motherfucking motherfucking uncle todd fuck you uncle todd
3: <laughs> fuck you uncle todd and fuck your motherfucking god your religion's fucking fraud and your god's a motherfucking bro. toad ooh, this kid's got claws toad mm, you can, can suck hold down my motherfucking toad marrow,
1: uncle todd I know, and that was pretty good. Except Todd wasn't even there. <laughs> well, in my mind, he's always uh, there whenever you go back to town. Yeah, definitely. There. I'm like, every time you go back to town, I'm always like, man, we're going to have so much material when Chris comes back. <laughs> yeah, the, the conclusion and is a, that And a good thing. It's it's. I funny. am not spending more than six hours with my family, and I'm also not going to drink at all. But, uh, but even though Todd wasn't there, people, people that have been a long-time listener, they know they know about Uncle Todd. mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a cunt. And if you don't know, uh, I've had a pretty shitty relationship with my uncle. Um, I think it stems from money and his control. But he would say and that it stems from... probably a tiny from, penis? Yeah, he would say that it stems from my lack of drive. Your lack of letting gratitude. me control you. <laughs> um, yeah, but long dick. story short, we didn't get along very well. He's like religious nut, all this great stuff. But uh, So I went down there. And at first, everything was all good. Everything was all gravy. Uh, no, no complaints at first. It had been like eleven months since I was down there, since the last time everything went down. And so I was really like trying to be level-headed, trying not to like get too involved with everything. I would let them talk. I like for the whole first fucking day, which is Thanksgiving Day, I did not really talk that much. I let them duke it out. I was just sitting there, and I didn't talk that much. Uh, me and Re, I took Ree with me. Uh, me and Ree went and we ate. And all that good stuff, and then we went out. Me and Ree went out um, with Jordan or whatever, and then uh, we came back. Everyone was passed out. We went to sleep, so Thanksgiving was no problems. But the next day, um, my uncle, which is my aunt's brother, and all of his sons come up, and so we start drinking from, like, 11. Like, boom, beers at 11. And so we're drinking all day go into the night I actually leave and go get some food and then we come back and then uh, we keep drinking keep drinking so like I I don't want to say like I'm not wasted I'm not like anything like that yeah because I've been casually drinking throughout the entire day so they're getting into this argument about politics policies views liberals conservatives all because it's
0: a holiday and a holiday would not be complete without your family wanting to murder your other family for not agreeing with their v- very staunch unmovable views
1: and that's all it was that that was the biggest point out of everything it's their unmovable views they don't think that i can ride in the middle they're like no you're either this or that and i'm like well no black and white i'm a circle area. and a square like half of me that's is a circle thing. and then it meets into a square yes. and like that's me it's like a Whatever shape I, that didn't, is, didn't he get a little only
0: bit, only the Sith deal in absolutes. <laughs> well, then they're
1: pretty much Sith. <laughs> they need to get a little McConaughey in their life. It's you just, know what I mean? It's, nah, so man, ridiculous. You it's a dark be, circle, man. they are like, oh, you every went to shape you you were, you lived in Portland. Oh, you're a liberal. You hippie liberal? No wonder why you don't agree with me. And I was like, well, first of all, I haven't actually said. Oh, oh you've
0: experienced <laughs> different life experiences, huh? <laughs> you've been around the country a little bit, so now you got. Oh, now you got advanced views. Okay, <laughs> you're a piece of shit.
1: It was just so ridiculous, dude. You're a like, piece well, of actually, shit for changing I your view based off experience. anything... Of my views at all. You guys are sitting here telling me what my views are. I'm not actually expressing my views whatsoever. You guys are telling me. Well, no, you're a liberal, so you're going to think this. And I'm like, well, no, I can actually see this point, and I can see this point, and I can see the middle ground. No, you're not. You even said you were playing both sides. You were saying, and you said you never even took a stance on anything. I didn't take a stance. They're like, dude, who'd you vote for? And I was like, I didn't vote, and I didn't vote because I don't think that this entire system works. And then as soon as I said that, they're like, oh well, then you don't matter. And that's like, then why are you guys sitting here calling me a liberal? Like if it doesn't matter because I didn't vote, then why are you guys putting all these titles on me and and labeling me like? No, that's who you are. Now, I don't want to make this a conversation or like the reason I didn't, I got mad wasn't because they were calling me a liberal or because they were calling me a conservative. It was because they were assuming. Assuming your gender. They weren't allowed. It kind of is like that. (laughs) That's why I like I've gone over it in my brain. I'm like, man, is this a stupid argument? Like, is it like the whole gender thing? And I'm like, man, I just I I couldn't really figure it out and I was like, Man, Plus it's family really- and it's a little bit different when it's family because you're so comfortable being around them and you're so come you've yelled before around them mm-hmm. when i when it comes to family i'm i'm less likely to yell when it's people that i don't really know as much yeah. but i'm more <laughs> likely to yell when it's fucking family yeah it gets so wait, like, wait, am like pieces of shit i cannot handle my emotions well with my shit. family like i wish like, i could have done, done the whole entire situation shit. differently but it works. eventually what happened is I get mad, and I'm like, you know what? I'm fucking out of here. I'm leaving once again. Like, I I, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, you can't leave. You've been drinking. and you, know? you can't like, leave, you fucking liberal. Okay. I was <laughs> like, where are you going,
3: Canada? I
0: was like, let's, going, yeah. <laughs> was like, let's, let's go over <laughs> this. <again." laughs> That's a good joke. <laughs> if they would have said that, though. <laughs> like, be, oh, dude, that was a great joke. You could have <laughs> turned around and been like,
1: that was good. <laughs> I disagree with you on everything. Great <laughs> Great joke. <laughs> So I'm, I'm ready to leave. And they're like, well, you can't leave. And I was like, well, we can drive. And like, well, we're not going to let we leave. And I was like, well, we have to that's, that's, that's racist. That's racist. That's so racist. Fucking pulling, because she should pull the race car. That's Trump country. That's Trump, Trump country. country. Oh, you're forcing me to do something that you want me to do that I'm not clearly wanting to do? Mm. I want to take my boyfriend, my fucking beautifully bearded liberal man, to fucking <laughs> leave this fucking hell think,
0: of a fucking... I think what they really wanted to say was, how dare you... Be different, than a us. black girl. You <laughs> liberal fuck. Yes. How You're, dare you be
1: any different? You than You forgot your, your roots, boy.
0: Like, that's what they told you, That's yeah, what They want. It, they couldn't say that, but they were thinking it.
1: Your hiccups are gonna ruin the whole show. Race car. <laughs> so they can ruin the race card. <laughs> it wound up being a fucking ordeal. I'm trying to leave. They're all fucking surrounding my car, and I'm like, okay. And I'm yelling I'm, at this point. But I'm like, your car? I'm talking, yelling. So my dad, like, has the door open and he's standing in front of it because oh, he mother- thinks that that's going to stop think me. I'm crazy. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. I was like, <laughs> you already pushed me over the edge. So I'm either going to leave and run all of you over or you're going to allow me to leave. It's going to go one of two ways. So you, this is either going to end poorly or you guys can get the fuck out of the way. you so. seen that Christopher Columbus video? <laughs> that was my truck. That was my – do you think I give a fuck about – that's protesters. Do you think I give a fuck about family that I don't like? <laughs> So my dad's sitting there with the door open. I have my car in reverse. And then I just, I'm I'm like, okay, if you guys do not leave, I am going to run you over. I am now going to back up. And I slowly start backing up. I don't go really fast or anything. I'm just like slowly letting my clutch out. Because I, like, I like to enjoy a what do slow What are you doing? You think you could fucking leave? And he like grabs me and fucking has me by the chest. And no. he's like, and I'm just looking at him I'm like, I might hit my dad right now. He's like, hit me, fucking do it. And I was like, dude, this is so fucking. Re- you know what? Fuck it. Drop the clutch. Start fucking going in reverse. He's holding with me. He's running alongside my car, holding my fucking jacket. I fucking slam on the brakes, boop, put it in the first. Squeal off. See ya. And I'm fucking gone. He, they made it into this huge ordeal when it didn't need to be a yeah, huge exactly. ordeal. You wanted to leave. So I leave. Was he- Ree in the passenger? She wasn't. So oh, I'm okay. sitting there and I'm going up the driveway because my aunt has like a huge driveway. I have to wait for the double gates to open and shit. And then I fucking I storm that song, off yeah. and all that. And I'm like, man, this is such fucking bullshit. And the whole time, all I can think about is like, I fucking left Ree there. I fucking left Ree. You piece of shit. I have to go back. I literally went. A quarter mile. Now she's collateral. And I turned around, (laughs) and I was like, I have to go get reed. Like, there's no fucking way. So I come back, but what I do is I park my car right outside the gate. Because at this point, I'm like, they're not going to allow me to leave if I go back. So if I bring my car down there, that gate's not going to open for me to go back out. So I park my car outside of the gate, and then I walk all the way down. I walk in and they're sitting there talking about how oh, he might have mental health issues and I was like oh yeah I have mental health issues you because- put me in football <laughs> you did this <laughs> because I can't handle my emotions around you guys because you guys know exactly what buttons to push and you guys always feel the need to push those buttons yeah. I'm sitting here telling you hey can we not push these buttons and you guys are like oh you won't do anything eventually it's the Trump poster. so I come so back and they're trying to have a conversation with me and I'm like this isn't going to happen we're not going to have a conversation right now I'm taking reed. And then I want to like getting mad at her. I was like, "Are you coming or are you going?" Like that stupid shit. And that's just retarded. No, of course yeah. she's coming. Yeah, it's she's like she's gonna do. fucking stay there, with Hang out my with family. your family. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think they make really good points. <laughs> and I think you need to sit down. <laughs> she's like, "Whoa, and whoa." Really
0: whoa, think, whoa. think <laughs> about this whole wall thing. She damn her. She's like, "Whoa, She was just like, "You uh, didn't vote <laughs> Trump?" <laughs> <laughs> and
1: It's like, baby. Hey, she was just like, uh, "I don't really know what to do." So I grab her stuff and we. I'm like, "We're fucking leaving." Like whatever. And she's like, "You always do this. You can't even explain yourself and all stuff." And it's like. I'm past the point of discussion now. Why didn't we try this? 30 minutes prior but all you guys wanted to do was tell me who I am and blah 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 you guys didn't even want me to explain myself mm. then I have this stupid fucking unnecessary outburst that I have to be better at controlling It's it makes me look so childish and stupid and I absolutely fucking hate it and that's what fucking and
0: that's what they could do whatever they want to get you there but then as soon as you, you get there you're automatically the bad guy yep. yeah, exactly. that's what yep. girls do in relationships that's why they're evil <laughs> <laughs>
1: And dude, and I can relate to you 100% with that cuz when Oh my god, why are you
0: yelling at me? Oh my god, you're such a vicious, horrible person. Like, why are you so aggressive? It's scary. Like, you have problems. Like, you 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 <laughs> <me to> this <laughs> you. Fuck. you
4: fucking
1: picked me up, gave me the ticket and flew me to this point. Exactly. Did you get mad when I landed here? Are you, gonna get mad? Are you kidding me? Cuz I landed. You are now reaching Utah. Now I'm upset. Now I'm like, are you kidding me? You're going to blame me, you fucking bitch? Yeah. But no, I know exactly how you feel cuz I get that same way with family. I, last time I went down, like even Christian, when because he went down there with me to get that car, and he was like, dude, you're nothing like them. But I was like, dude, that's how I used to act. Because whenever somebody yells, whenever there's somebody starts yelling, then it's one person trying to get their point that's, in. That was it's, the it's exact thing that was happening in my it's, house? It's steps. So it's one person yelling and the other person yelling over them. Now this person has to yell higher, and it, it leads to a fucking huge argument. And the last time I was there, I was like... Because my dad, mom, and my sister were yelling at each other. And I was like, can we just please just calm the fuck down? I'm buying this car. You guys are yelling at each other trying to tell me what's wrong with the car and this and that. I'm like, why don't you guys just talk to me and just And they're oh my god, Steven, you've changed. Exactly. Calmly <laughs> And once talk again, to me, the only person that could really sit there and handle each fucking point of the discussion, elaborate on it, and be calm was fucking Peanuts. Once again, she was the same fucking person that I was confiding in the whole night. So I would throw out a little fucking rock or a pebble, and then I would just let it roll, and then it would snowball into a fucking snowman, and everyone's trying to fucking compete for it, and I was just watching. So at first, I was having so much fun, because I would just... Throw a little Don't snowman, fuel into the fire. Don't throw a fucking yeah. snowman. Fucking had a big cigar Again, and a fucking big wolf saddle. I wasn't participating in a dick. A <laughs> I wasn't participating in the conversations. <laughs> it all turned against me because they started to realize that I keep prodding the fire. Oh, so this is all
0: your fault. You fucking. You're not kind the
1: back. But like, they wouldn't allow me to have a discussion with them. They just wanted not to 11, tell me how I was. Reptilians. <laughs> It would have been different if they were like, okay, and then we had a discussion. They were like, "Oh, it's because you're a liberal. It's because you're a left wing liberal who doesn't want us to have guns. And you're a city boy." Now
0: they always go to the you don't want to, you don't like, like they always go because they, uh, the NRA is and like Fox News and stuff has created a narrative in which all the Democratic Party's entire thing is always just to take away your guns and it's like yeah there are some super left-wing liberals that want to make all guns illegal because they're stupid and like they have those, like that one stupid like oh my god guns are so loud <laughs> like, they said that. oh that one dude yeah and the yeah. little
1: girl's like shooting the fucking gun yeah. the like, video? like, but like that's the
0: thing is like the democratic party hasn't really like as a whole gone tried to do that like the president like the president obama had never tried in the eight years to take away guns all he did was after a bunch of like eight shootings in a row that killed a bunch of kids was like hey maybe we should you know do background checks <laughs> and, like, oh, he's dead, and like oh that makes me justified in voting for
4: trump who's <laughs> a that,
1: charlatan i love that they got mad about like the background checks on guns but they wanted his birth certificate <laughs> like, There's no, we don't need no background checks i'm not getting background checks on my gun by the way you're a muslim fucking antichrist <laughs> i need to know fucking more about know what you are give me your fucking birth certificate here's my birth certificate that, ain't, like, real. that ain't real <laughs> that ain't real you're the president you, like know you, make, mean, I, you know how you know, to you you know, you you know, make fake mean, birth it. certificates <laughs> fake it <you> <laughs> i would have to
0: wait two weeks in order to get this assault rifle <laughs> fuck you i should get it today. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, yeah, yeah it just led into this unnecessary fucking... Just, it was just all unnecessary. So, this, now we're a week later, you know. Um, I've learned from it. I assessed it. And now I have a plan going forward. I'm just... I'm not going to talk to him about anything political. I'm going to keep religious. it super short, super simple. I'm not going to drink a fucking dime. And I'm also not staying there for a long time. It's going to be four to six hours max. That's it. No more spending yeah. the night. Get a hotel. No more none of that shit. Exactly. Like, I. Go there, do it. visit. Too much. Do a quick visit. Yep. It, make it like the speech at the wedding. You make it quick, yep. easy, simple, funny. Dip out. They're gonna yeah. try
0: and find some way to keep you there, which of you course. gotta prepare for. But course, don't let it yeah. keep you yeah. down because but, but guess what? what? But I haven't been drinking. Yeah. I haven't been drinking right. anything. I'm fine to drive. Like I got a place. There's no would. blame it on weed.
1: Oh, you're too high. It's you guys a, don't even know if I was smoking I didn't or not. Weed. Now you guys are assuming once again what I am. What like, I, I have a I
0: girlfriend, know. and we want to have a like a, a night alone mm-hmm. together. Like, why is that bad? Like, we we don't want to be like. Well, we have a
1: guest house. You can just house.
0: stay in the it's guest like, house. Like, it's like, it's like, you like you well, well,
1: maybe I don't want to bang in your guest house. Like, you don't. Want me to Penises and dudes have already probably banged on me. No, it many it, other I like chicks that. I fucked in that guest house. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Re was not girl, about it. This girl's special. Rhee was I don't not a bang about her in this house. I want to bang her in there. She was like, uh uh-uh, uh. Not happening. Not, I am not doing I was like, I banged like three other girls in here. What are you talking that's about?
0: That's exactly why she didn't <laughs> want to bang you in that fucking guest house. <laughs> she town,
1: was though. not about it. It was not going to happen. Yeah, girls are not really cool with that. Like when hey, back and I are going to move into the that's like, she loved that sleep. She yeah. was like, "Oh I slept like fucking an angel." That's because my aunt has dope mattresses and dope Oh, so you sheets. guys actually did, <laughs> you <laughs> did <laughs> sleep, So you did sleep? End up sleeping there? We or? slept. The, like I said, the first night, oh, okay, Thanksgiving yeah. night, everything night well, was yeah. golden. It was the next night that everything went. My south. mattresses are dope, and I do dope shit. <laughs> 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 so that's my little Thanksgiving story. When all is said and done, though, like me and Ree had a good Thanksgiving. Like me and her together had a great one. Now it was everyone around us and whatnot. It was hard. But me and her had a great one. She, we had problems with her mom because uh, uh. we went to her Thanksgiving first. Her mom wanted to start talking all this shit in front of all the family about Ree, And Ree's grandma was like, bitch, you need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, What the fuck was she talking? talking shit about Reed. I'm not entirely sure. Like, there's this whole thing. How dare you
0: work and go to school, bitch? They used to
1: own a salon and shit, and so everybody was kind of grooming Reed to, like, be the salon owner and be this person, and she was like, well, I don't want to do that. And Mm. then... That's that's a movie! Yeah! I'm a lawyer! That's that's so many movies! You're going
0: to be a lawyer. That's every movie.
1: Yeah, exactly. I want to
0: be my own person, and, like, I just watched a fucking... Movie about that, Little Prince. Adam told us about it a while Mm. ago. I finally watched Little Prince, and that's a big part part of that movie is I don't want... Like... Far City Blues. I don't want your life. <laughs> I don't want that's your life. That's amazing. Lot. We're gonna have her on and tell.
1: Dude, this whole, that's a whole other episode. Yeah, right. yeah. I bet. You, I don't want the salon. Relationships are fucking liberal. You don't want a salon. <laughs> oh, you better fucking take it. <laughs> no, but yeah, re re. and I had a great conversation uh, not too long ago actually, and she. I found out that m- her family and my family very similar with the whole like. Just family situation. Dude, her grandpa but Ree, is so dude, cool, Ree's, calm, and collected. Like, Ria should crazy. be super proud of herself, man. I told her, you should be proud of yourself for turning out the way that you did. Uh, from what you kind of had mm. growing up like what you had to look as as a mentor and yeah. her grandparents kind of pushed her in the right direction and I'm like that's great I can relate to that very your similar. grandpa is very like, similar. Very, like I'm gonna buy him something for Christmas yeah. just like out of gratitude just because like dude that's an amazing mm. man and he's always been there for Eat a that Glenn Levitt. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the same with Adney and my grandpa or, or our grandpa is that he kind of gave us this idea of what a man should be suit wise fucking work wise like everything he was, he was a badass so I, I told her straight up like that good that you look towards them of like this is how i want to be and she did her own thing fuck yeah, yeah do your own fucking thing always what makes you happy why take over a salon when you're like it's in the ghetto and fucking you don't know, you know there's yeah, she a, wasn't about <laughs> not was like, have where to where build at. my she wasn't about it but no, yeah that's cool, so though. that's my thing Stephen. what would you guys do did you guys even do anything no i was sick you were sick the whole Still Thanksgiving? A little sick. Really? yeah really? i didn't do anything that's i cool. just hung out with Alaria. Really? Just you and your cat? Yeah. Did yeah. you like make anything? You he ate her no? for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> so yeah. So now we're cat. on we're on a search for another cat now. <laughs> Just looking for a fat one. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pork fried rice or whatever, yeah. Oh, is that a racist Asian joke? Is, is that what you're doing right whoa, now, whoa, whoa. Chris? Whoa, Asians, behind Asians, every not all Asians eat shift, There's a dumpster. Not all. all Asians <laughs> eat cat. That's just the Filipinos. Oh, okay. Just Filipinos. That makes sense. Just so, the
0: Joeleroses of the world.
1: <laughs> Joel's Filipino. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Filipino and yeah. Italian. What a piece His of dad shit. His dad looks like you're <laughs> <he's laughs> like, oh, that's Stevie's dad. If we stood, us three. You'd be like, oh, that's that guy's dad. Really? A <laughs> little white guy. Yeah. Because he's a super like buff. He's almost as buff as me. Um, <laughs> he's and he's a little stupid. white guy. But Joel, you would like, Joel's mom. Joel's his mom with a penis. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is his mom like super boardy?
0: No, 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 no. He was just saying just, that because he's, he's, he's a
1: silly guy.
0: Uh, Stevie worked all Thanksgiving. You just hung so. out with Laria, huh? Yeah, Crazy. Dude. Fucking, you know, just
1: hanging out. <laughs> hanging out. He's I watched like, you it. He's you, like, know, you have no idea it's Thanksgiving, do you? And <laughs> like, yeah, it's Thanksgiving. I gave out. her some
0: tuna, though. You know, Thanksgiving dinner.
1: No, I watched that show, Timeless.
0: Pretty fucking good. Surprisingly good. That show, Timeless. I yeah. I never even heard about it. S- surprisingly good. Cool. The first the scene, horrible. The first joke, horrible. Everything after that.
1: <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> the movie's fucking It takes timeless.
0: a minute to warm up to it. But once you're, once you're in, you're in. <laughs> like episode, one episode in, it's good. <laughs> um. Anyway, oh, anyway. You didn't do anything for Thanksgiving? I worked. Damn. I why got is it? there.
1: Was it packed? Well, yeah, it's always packed. Really? We tried
0: to. Oh, also, we tried to do Friendsgiving listeners, and it we just did. did not work yeah, out. Not even we close. Just, we failed. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we, we did it last year. It
1: was epic. Um, Next year, like, not. Because you planned. We have it. a new chef. <laughs> I did nothing. No, no actually, I, I planned why it. it. <laughs> Stevie
0: planned it. That's why it worked out oh, last time. Yeah, I think next
1: year, I mean we we'll, we'll get it to where we we record I think just like my birthday and everything kind of falling and me being kind of broke no um, it was like a, it was a brutal it was a month yeah big big week but I think next year like with this new chef he's like, oh I'm gonna make sure that try to give everyone get give them a choice for holidays and a lot of people want to take Christmas because it's family and stuff I'd rather take Thanksgiving or if I can't take Thanksgiving um Wednesday see that Wednesday we, re- we record so I'm always thinking about that now all right we're recording on Wednesday because Thanksgiving always is on the last Thursday of the month. But what we could do is we can always record a bank show the week before and then just enjoy ourselves that Wednesday. Fucking, I, I have it off no matter what. I always have the Wednesday before Thanksgiving off. I get a bunch of fucking food. My, my company gives me a $25 gift certificate. So get a little bit of food with that. Bring all the friends over, do a Friendsgiving. Yeah, this sure. year, kind of shitty. We have the Brian still, too. I would so. love to do a, a Friends Christmas, actually, with all of us together. Just like, well, why don't we get all the friends, talk to the group chat, and do like a... a a white elephant or a fucking I'm down for a, a Christmas thing. Yeah, sure. we do Christmas. I'll, I'll do something. I'm some, only going to be in on Christmas for two fucking hours, then I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll do i <laughs> will do, do a ham like a fucking hella big honey ham or something like that for Christmas <laughs> or if I can get them if I have the money, I'll do something very traditional with our family. Oh. I why know not? What you're why don't I about? make that Don't a say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. shake <laughs> lobster. Shh. He, he on, le- was le- that one time when sh- did sh- sh- no, lobster. I did, yeah. Is no. <laughs> so um, we're bringing back uh, our third time, actually, uh, bringing back the music topic. Uh, we actually got good fucking feedback from a lot of people, actually, so they really enjoyed it. So we figured, fuck it, why not try some new topics? Oh my god, I love deal. music. Music is like my life. I like, I love to go to Coachella. I have the best playlist. Yeah. <laughs> but instead of me making up a music song about that, I figured each time we introduce this type of... Topic, I can just play a little snippet from uh, classic songs. Name that tune. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) Uh,
0: I know that song, Douche, Douche, Volume (laughs) (laughs) 3.
1: doing it champ. <laughs> so for our uh, third music topic this week, we're going to the topic we're going to try to work around is breaking up with a dumb bitch or just breakups in general. And songs I was actually well, I, was, I
0: was like more on the line of songs like that you like during a breakup or songs that are connected to a breakup, yeah, songs yeah. about a breakup. Anything that connects it to Dang, a, a breakup, whether it was you breaking up with them or them breaking up with you.
1: Or something that helped you get, like you said, help you, yeah. yeah, you get through one, help you get through yeah, a breakup. Yeah. Because I've listened to a lot of rascal flats in my first breakup. <laughs> Isn't that <the> going <laughs> I go
0: two back so I'm like this? is sad. <laughs> You're like a silly <laughs> little they white guy. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. I didn't rascal, know that. Hey, he was all about rascal flats when he was like oh, sixteen. Oh, right? oh you, missed 17, 17. you missed the you missed
1: You missed the rascal train? You, <laughs> you went on the from
0: e- like emo kid super emo music to, to hardcore music.
1: Rascal flat. Well I went from like classic Just Rascal Flat well, rock. Rock. to all pop. No, I went God. from classic rock to emo music to like hardcore blah, 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 to rascal flats and blah, 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 pop country. And I was I was on the pop country chain for a long time and that then I found out about like bluegrass and folk. I'm like pop country sucks. <laughs> Especially I've like, been lied
4: to <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my whole
1: life. <laughs> every song is the same maybe it's a five different songs five songs they just keep reversing it's <laughs> funny that you say that put him in a one movie. of my songs that I'm going to actually bring up is totally pop country that's well sure. on that there note are some uh, great, there are some great nope. ones on that note would you like to start? sure um, mine has to deal with my most recent ex and so, Ooh, what's her name? Uh, what's her name? Um,
0: <laughs> what she look like? me Sparkle? and Sparkle? F- no that's not an that's
1: not an ex um, but so me and this ex um, have had been dating on and off since like 08 yeah, yeah we've that. heard about this on the show before it's the main devil one like the main devil we've all, the main we've all we all
0: got the main antagonist <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: you know there's a seven there's a seven circles of hell but she runs all of them that's what we're talking about right yep. now above a like a motherfucker especially
0: lust because she's a whore what's
1: really funny is her, <laughs> really, good. And greed, her really good friend Sloth is rey's fucking rast. cousin so Whoa, what? her really good friend is, is Ree's kid. cousin and her really good friend oh, was yeah. there the entire time yeah. me and this person were dating so her really good friend saw all the bullshit that I had to deal with and also bullshit that I put remember, back remember Chris
0: was actually when he first started uh, talking to Ree he was really worried that that person was gonna be whispering in her ear yeah. saying a bunch of bad she's gonna cream a worm tongue it yeah. and like fuck up your shit right? I'm you're not actually, supposed to say that you're she, not supposed to say that she, she <laughs> actually
1: did <be laughs> the opposite and she was like no my friend was really fucked up and put that in is yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funny. I'm like, yeah what's her name she's playing the long out. she's playing the long gone Haley. we don't work Haley out Haley didn't. <laughs> she's tight but uh anyways in 08 or whatever we broke up but we didn't break up she pretty much cheated on me and then was with this dude on and off ever since so then she was kind of juggling me and the same dude for like two years like six months she date me then she'd go date the dude for six months but at the time i didn't really understand that that's what she was doing i thought that me and her were just like having fights breaking up we would go bang other people and then we would eventually like come back to each other because for some reason that's how it fucking works sometimes but then through the years and at this final straw i finally found out oh she was just bouncing back and forth between me and this dude what a little skank So, (laughs) anyways, it winds up, I come back from Portland, it was a couple years ago now, I think it was like two or three years ago now, come back from Portland, and immediately she hits me up, she wants to reconnect, and she wants to go out, and she wants to do these things, and at first I was a little standoffish, but then eventually I was like, yeah, let's do it, you know, like, I can do this, I'm a big boy. Well, eventually she got her hooks in again, and then we started dating and all this stuff, and then she went, and the whole premise of us dating again was that she wouldn't do- The fucking sa- I know she wouldn't do the same fucking thing that she had been doing the previous three fucking years that she wasn't gonna break out with me and go fucking date her ex for fucking however long again like this time it's gonna be me and you and if it's over and you go back to your fucking ex like I'm done done like it will not happen after yeah. that and eventually that's what exactly fucking happened she eventually got fed up with me or something that I do or whatever she said that I didn't support her dreams because she was gonna be a. What about my a, dreams, huh? Criminal justice person, like work for. Well, what half of that. And I was like, "What's justice? Uh-huh. There's no justice. The man just wants to <laughs> eat you." You were having you're a philosophical.
0: Like, you were having a philosophical, like existential crisis about justice doesn't even
1: exist. You don't support me. <laughs> I don't support the justice. Not that I support. And if right? you're a part of that, we can never be. We can't be. So she winds up going. I believe in justice, not (laughs) the law. The law betrays us, but justice (laughs) still. (laughs) The same fucking thing Goes and starts dating her ex I fucking freak out for like for hope my Of oh, course you do Of course you go and do The same fucking thing She literally breaks up With him like two weeks later And starts begging for me back Like I didn't break up with you For him It was just a coincidence I'm not gonna become then A justice assistant or It was just a coincidence yeah. That He's his al-
0: dick was in me <laughs>
1: He's, like, He's gonna be in my life I mean We have been dating For like four and a half years Wait whoa, 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 wait blah, wait blah.
0: He's always going to be in my life That's what she said Not He's a good way. way to open up well, that's kinda <laughs> weird <laughs> That she
1: nicknamed her vagina life <laughs> <laughs> <That was good. laughs> oh man And so I was like No I'm fucking done But A song That helped me Throughout all of this Fucking stupid shit Initially Because I have two And both of my songs Are from the same exact relationship Because mm, She had just Put me down it in the mud is. so bad uh-huh. It was actually A Cole Swindell song And it's called You Ain't Worth the Whiskey <laughs> You Ain't Worth the Whiskey I don't care That you done me wrong
2: i I've already moved on I don't care what his name is Girl, it is what it is I won't waste a dime Or the bartender's time I'm Trying to catch a buzz Over the thought of us But I'll drink to a country song To another long work week on I'll raise my glass to a long lost buddy I ain't seen I might stay for one more round Or I might close this place down But don't think for a second I'm out to drown your
1: memory Baby, you ain't worth the whiskey and so just, I mean, the, the lyrics are pretty simple in the song. It just really spoke to me at the time. I'm just coming out of a breakup. Of course, all I want to do is drink. And the reason why I want to drink is because of her. And I was like, man, that song is like, man, why am I drinking because of her? Fuck that bitch. I, I want to go drinking to go drink, not to yeah. just get drunk and be sorrowful and be like in this misery that's all surrounded by, yourself, by this girl, yeah. you know? So it really helped me. She's get not over worth the breakup. that. She's not worth your time of, exactly. of thinking about her drinking. And yeah. I think it's great that that song shows what we do as men like whenever we've gone through a breakup it's always been Joel that's been like fuck it you're going out with Adney and I both nope we're going out sorry nothing you can do <laughs> we get kidnapped it's by so Joel funny, yeah. you put this fucking straw on your nose right now like, <laughs> Joel, is to, like, Joel is the friend that wants to Joel is the friend that wants you to be okay now, Joel's always and the guy
0: to push you to move on by uh, getting fucking lit <laughs>
1: <Yeah>? <laughs> <laughs> getting lit and then finding it a second smoke show <laughs> Joel's like here's some girl oh, I know. Kid- there's some girl I know. I told her about the breakup. Enjoy. Like, that's, that's Joel. So I think that song a is a little bit. I'm pretty sure. Out. So that, that I really like your choice because I'm pretty sure that's a song written to Joel O'Rosso If you look at the information on it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> So that's my first one, and yeah, really helped me get over a breakup. So if you need it, and you're drinking to sorry, I definitely, away, I definitely it
0: dig it. The whole idea behind yeah. it, like the,
1: I love the breezing. Yeah, yeah. The, you're the, not like like you yeah, think I'm suck. gonna go
0: drink myself to fucking death because I'm sorry. you're Like no, I'm mm-hmm. not even thinking about you, bitch. I'm thinking about this nice piece of ass <laughs> who's gonna give me all the sympathy
1: poon. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about Alan Jackson, baby girl. I'm thinking <laughs> about fucking
0: <laughs> goddamn George Strait is <laughs> what I'm thinking about, you bitch. <laughs> you're not worth a thought. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's fucking great. That's a nice little uh, fuck you for that one stage of the breakup thing. All right. um, I'll go next. Uh, Similar situation. That's what's really funny um, about breakups is, as a man at least, uh, after the fucking initial breakup, your first response is,
3: Fuck that bitch!
2: Yeah, let's go party and blah. No, your first yeah.
1: response is fuck every bitch. That's, that's what yeah. I'm gonna do. That's my goal. Yeah. Everyone, line them up. Yeah, you, can the get it. Huh? you can get it. Yeah. You, you can get it. You can all get it. <laughs> Everybody can get it. You that's, get a dick. You get a dick. I'm banging threes. I do
0: not give a fuck. <laughs> that's kind of the problem at the beginning because you're also you're rusty, and then at the same time they can smell the desperation. <laughs> so you, yeah, like I had a long after my like last big breakup uh, that I was with for I was with that girl for six years nora (laughs) that was a fake name i gave her but um long dry spell after that that
1: yeah long dry
0: spell after that i think sport every inch um, of that
1: body you know what i mean didn't
0: get nothing and then like i was like that fuzz still on that fuck that stupid fucking bitch fucking going out with joel all the goddamn time every night doing all kinds of drugs all that kind of stuff
1: do you have do you have uh fucking forget powder (laughs) (laughs) and here's the thing is that remember
0: powder I got to the point where I was like, oh, I finally you know broke the seal. Get out, we'll get to that later. Um, but started having sex again. Had sex with a few different girls. And I was like getting back into the rhythm of things, having a good time. But then it's, you, got to that, you get to that point at a certain time as a guy where the emotion finally catches mm-hmm. up with you and you start to get a little bit sad. Right about that time when that was about to start hitting me, this song came out. Uh it's ju- like just came out at that time and reverse that shit hard. Know. And here's the <laughs> thing. And here's the hard. thing is uh I like I, ju- I was been talking to this one girl, absolutely gorgeous, never fucked her or anything like that. But we're like, alright, we're gonna meet up at this Don't uh, lie to
1: the podcast. You fucked her, dude. At this not <laughs> you at, fucked every not girl. to this point yet. <laughs>
0: but uh like we were like, Alright, let's meet up at this uh like hey, come to this uh bar slash club thing that uh me, Joel, and Brody always go to and we'll get fucking hammered all that stuff
1: and then we get hammered (laughs) (laughs) it'll just be alcohol (laughs) wink (laughs) wink just 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 yeah wink (laughs) wink (laughs) wink super (laughs) (laughs) pure (laughs) super pure super pure oh I got it (laughs) what is it Bolivia (laughs) Bolivia pure
0: alcohol (laughs) Bolivian (laughs) Um, anyways but and then all and then this fucking song comes on just came out uh, performed by Big Sean and it's called I, don't fuck, uh. <laughs> I, I like, don't fuck with you. I was like, fuck with you! I was like
1: <laughs> plugging in my headphones to my you phone so I could like Start <laughs> listening to it and shit. <laughs> and then I the Explorer, I ain't with you!
2: <laughs> I don't fuck with you. You little stupid ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. You little you little dumb ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. A million trillion things I'd rather fucking do. Since if it ain't going towards the bill, Yeah And every day I wake up celebrating shit Why? Cause I just dodged the bullet from a crazy bitch I Stuck to my guns That's what made me risk That's what put me on That's what got me here That's what made me this And everything that I do is my first name hey, These hoes chase bread Aw oh, damn She got a bird brain Ain't nothing but trilling me Aw oh, man, silly me I just bought a crib, three stories That bitch a trilogy And you know I'm rolling weed, just sucking up the ozone I got a bitch that text me She ain't got no clothes on And then another one text me your ass next And I'ma text your ass back like I don't fuck with you. You little
0: stupid ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. You little dumb ass bitch, I ain't with, like <laughs> that's the whole song is sitting talking like there's not really a verse. It's, it's
1: like, bitch, I don't give there's up. one I verse. don't give a fuck. bitch I don't give a fuck. And it was like it was like this it was like this song. <laughs> this song I feel the song. Like there's really there's
0: seriously one verse. It's like three minutes into the song he finally goes. I got a new. Uh, I got like a new. I got a new bitch. I got to thank God for. It. And he like says this quick little slow thing, and he's like all oh, that kind of thing. But the rest of it is just the chorus yep. and repeatedly over and over again. <laughs> so, you little stupid ass bitch. <laughs> I don't fucking with you. <laughs> like so and, and just getting so it. on the nose. Like, I see yeah, you got a new. On man, the like, nose. Like, like, like I know you got a new man. I see you posting a pic and you put it online thinking that it's making me sick, but I don't fuck with you and all this stuff. and like and what was great was like, like wow this is really touching me my, heartstrings.
1: And my <laughs> heartstrings. heart strings and the song is like emotional and then the entire,
0: and like the entire fucking club is everyone left the patio they left the bar they left the bathroom they stopped doing coke for a second <laughs> so they could all go to the actual dance floor and they were all yelling out at to the DJ and playing with I don't know fuck with, like everyone in unison and the song is like super from the male perspective it's, it's like a super sexist like fuck bitches kind of thing and yet all the women are digging it because the song was so impactful that it crossed gender lines and united us all as one <laughs> it really did though and everyone was having a great fucking time and it was like yeah and i was like yeah fuck yeah and they were
1: like yeah and i was like yeah was like, yeah, was like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's song. exactly like no one really talked it was just like yeah like this is the mood that i'm in and it kind of got me out of like fuck feelings
1: fuck i'm gonna bang you.
0: this really hot chick and of course we left home. We left the bar. I mean, in her car to my place, and I drove, and I got a little bit of roadhead right before we got to the apartment, uh, and then we fucked.
4: Nice. And
0: uh, and I really thank that song. I think that song. <laughs> put both of us because she was. She had a long relationship too. Uh, just she re- most recently also just got out of one, and so she was loving the song. Like it was just the perfect moment, the perfect that- song for the perfect point on that time, and.
1: I just, yeah. And, and then it's he,
0: still good. Like, yeah. it'll still get you pumped. It's like, let's go, champ. And then, go, and champ. then he
1: snorted another line of pure alcohol. And <laughs> fucking, uh, he was like, why don't you fuck with me? <laughs> <laughs> like, get out of my bed. <laughs> and
0: that's what's funny is I know that my ex was also probably listening to that song like crazy, probably, and going, yeah. Snoring I don't
1: fuck the same with him. fucking yeah. hard alcohol, the Peruvian alcohol and shit. <laughs> Snoring it. All right,
0: um, um, Stevie, what is your first.
1: Uh, Breakout. So this first one, yeah, this kind of has something to do with uh, my history. I didn't realize at the time what it meant um, to me, sort of thing. It's just like It was a song that I really loved, and then when I dealt with a certain thing, I didn't discover it. it. wasn't a discovery song. It's already a song in my fucking plethora of songs that I was listening to, but then after I had went through this, I was like, man, this song is kind of the one. Oh, no wait, this song actually has a meaning. <laughs>
0: Very surprised. And what's <laughs>
1: funny is, when I found out a certain thing that kind of fucking killed me broke my heart I sent to said person you should listen to this song Ooh, and then she's like this song's great her. and then at the end she goes what the fuck because the song has a little bit of a twist to it the song I'm talking about I today I is by Old Crow Medicine Show and it's called My Good Gal
5: Where well, she drug me down Toss me round, slam my name all over town. My good gal ain't no good to me. She makes true love more like misery. Now I'm walking hunch, I get drunk a bunch. So would you suck her up and take a punch? My good gal, ain't no good to me. And to think I've acted reasonably. Ah, but I miss her.
1: And it's written by the lead singer, Keither Secker, is the guy's name. Fucking great. Keither Secker. Great uh-huh. songwriter. He's the one that co wrote. That's, co-wrote. A made up, that's uh-huh. such a made up name.
0: You need to watch out for that, uh, Keither Secker.
1: <laughs> he's the one that co wrote with uh, Bob Dylan for Wagon Wheel. Guy's a great mm-hmm. fucking writer. He's the lead singer and he's also the fiddle player of the band. Song came out, uh, came out What was in, the song called again? It's called My Good Gallows. Song came out um, in 2006 off the album Big Iron World. It's a fucking phenomenal album. It, to me, it's, it's probably the best album Old Crow has ever done. There's so many good songs, so many class songs, but this one right here, written by him, it meant a lot to me. So, this obviously, I'm just going to give you a little bit of backstory because my story is not really. Too crazy, but I'm going to give you a backstory on the band. So the band's from uh, Nashville, Tennessee. They they started in the late 90s. What's funny is... They got discovered from a random dude, and you know Mumford and Sons, Marcus Mumford, and like all that from England. I know of Mumford and Sons. Yes. Yeah, I mean, if I you've heard their songs, with yeah, and Sons. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear their songs, you would know what they are. But what's funny is people don't know this, but Marcus Mumford and Mumford and Sons they were influenced by Old Crow Medicine Show. They're about the same age too. He listened to like some country, a lot of Bob Dylan, a lot of folk. But once he heard Old Crow Medicine Show, he was like, he's like, I fell in love with country. There's actually two. Really fucking good documentaries. I wanted to plug if people are are interested in just like looking into folk, because there's a lot of like Americana folk, indie folk. Uh, if you've heard the songs that we plugged last week, that Ed and I were talking about blues and like old country and folk, um, there's two really good documentaries, both on YouTube. One is called Another Straight day- Out of Compton. Yeah. So <laughs> <got> to- <laughs> one, one is called Another Day Another Time, which is a Bob Dylan song.
3: We'll meet another day, another time. It ain't believing. That's a grieving
1: me. But my darling is bound to stay behind. It's old folk singers and musicians performers another Uh, day another day day, day. (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) nail drops drip like lambs I wonder if he talks like that just just hanging out with him he's like what's up Bobby goes hey how's it going (laughs) Adam
0: he's got a deep ass baritone (laughs) (laughs) voice Uh, I won the Nobel Prize (laughs) for literature
1: Johnny right. Cash? Are you right. doing a Johnny Cash accent, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, no, I am Johnny Wait, Cash. How come nobody asked that Johnny Cash? <laughs> <laughs> so the two documentaries, Another Day, Another Time, it takes a bunch of old folk singers and new, and it kind of meshes them together. They have new singers doing the old style and the old songs, and they also give them their uh, like the stage to perf- perform one of your songs from your band. Uh, one of the main band members from Old Crow Medicine Show, um, Willie Watson, fucking amazing, did a solo album. It's beautiful. But they had a uh, fucking, what's his name from the, the White Stripes? Jack Jack White. Jack White. Thank you. I was wanted to say Jack Black so hard. <laughs> I, was I was like, don't say it. It. I was like, <laughs> Jack, <so> <laughs> Jack, Jack White. Jack um, White was on it as well. He, he helps him cover a couple of blues songs folk songs and he does a couple of his own from uh, his fucking album with his ex fucking wife which is fucking funny and that girl was trying to fuck, I fucking him the whole time remember that yeah and I was trying to convince
0: everybody I was like they're fucking or she's dreaming about fucking him or she's gonna rape him on the and, documentary oh my god, I thought they're just oh my god they're just a duo like they have a, to random, feel, a random they musician. have to feel that oh. like she has to feel a connection because she's singing a it. I'm like, yeah, a connection in her pussy. She's gonna fuck that guy. You're stupid. Like, they're both married. I'm like, yeah. Well, they're both
1: adulterers too.
4: Uh, and adulterers. there's no way. They're
1: not, no girl looks at a guy like that without mm. like already have fucked. It him. was a, yeah. It was a random musician that he played with because his I believe it was his ex-wife that he had the band with, and then they broke up. Like the band split. Oh, the White So this is a different. He's playing with a bunch of. Right, right. right. He's doing a solo thing. He has a new band called The Rack on Tours, which Adney always says he's a a storyteller. Mm -hmm. Great fucking bluegrass band. Um, and then another documentary because I'm talking about Old Crow. I really wanted to bring this up to you guys. It's called Big Easy Express, and it's the Railroad Revival Tour. And they literally took a giant train. These three bands: Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros, which most of you guys know from uh, "Home, Let Me Go Home." Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh,
4: let me go home.
1: That's the band, Edward Sharpe and the Magnetic Zeros. They tour with Marcus Mumford, or Mumford and Sons, and then also Old Crow Medicine Show. They have the first entry of the fucking documentary is like a train just going through old flatland, and then the camera pans down inside, and it's a one shot. It's a follow-through shot of a guy holding the fucking camera, and they go to each car. The first car is Old Crow Medicine Show jamming out, all of them on a bunch of different instruments. Be so hella cool, shoot, dude. hella cool. You're they walk, steady yeah, cam, like, yeah, steady cam. So they cool. walk past them, go through the door. It's a girl that's leading the camera, and they go into the next train. And it's a couple of musicians sitting down, talking, and there's a narrator over the top. And in the next room, boom! It's Edward Sharpe and the Magnetic Zeros, all of them with the inner instruments, getting it, getting down. The whole time the train's moving, so you get this feel. And as the narrator is talking, he's like, "You know what? We're doing this tour. We're going around. It's the railroad tour." But it's, you know, people want to say you want to play music across the country. But I feel like if you look at it like 100 years back and like the style of music that we're playing, I feel like we're playing music for the country. It's like we're looking out and we're trying to relive what these people did, these travelers, these folk musicians who would travel across the land and bring music to people before we had the the means to travel. So it's just really interesting fucking uh, documentary if you guys are interested at all in bluegrass or folk. So now the song that I'm telling you guys about, what's funny is it, mine happened on a train. Now I had gone to Portland, moved to Portland with Chris. And the whole reason was I had gone through a very fucking big relationship, broke up. I left my company that I was, or the, the restaurant that I was working for, I fucking quit and I lived above it. So I had to literally go upstairs, tell my landlord, Hey, sorry, I got to give you, you can keep my fucking deposit. I got to move out. I just quit my job and I had broken up with my girlfriend ready to go. Uh, a friend of mine, a really good friend of mine, Jake, and took me in, and I didn't really know what to do, and Chris had just went to Portland for film school, and Chris and I were friends, but we weren't like super close yet at all, we definitely got closer as we went um, since he moved back, but I wrote him and I was like, hey man, I'm interested in coming to Portland, fucking without any further ado, Chris was like, alright, come up, alright. Stay in a week. There, like, no fucking hesitation at all. He's like, I got a couch. Come up, dude. Everyone else left because they're pussies. It's basically <laughs> what he was saying. So after Chris had told me that I can move up there with him, I did. And the entire time I was there, which we discussed before, Chris said, I've never seen anybody call somebody's phone in my life more oh my than... God, dude. It was the craziest. Like, a like hundred times within, like, A hundred times. It was a hundred miscalls. It was so calls. gnarly. I was like, fuck. And it was an X. And uh, obviously, everyone knows the future if after you that. But I work. Like, God. <laughs> everyone, everyone knows what happened after that. I moved back, and I married her, and then we got divorced. But <laughs> you're such a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Thanks. sorry. Thanks. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. You uh-huh. moron. You <laughs> moron. <laughs> That's the, that should be the name. <laughs> <laughs> you blockhead, you You're fucking moron. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I fucked up. Play us fuck up. Play us fuck up. You played yourself. You yeah. played <laughs> yourself. I want to see how dark of a rabbit hole I can get in here before I pull that. You weren't the champ, right? Now you aren't the champ. No, he's the champ because he lived
0: through that Seriously. champ. You're the <laughs> champ now. You lived through yeah, that Yeah, you, know you, you know
1: when you like reach greatness and then you fail? And then you go back to, that's what it is. Yeah. I'm Shannon Briggs right now, homeboy. <laughs> what do you <laughs> right want to do? I know what it's like to be down in the dirty after succeeding. Down in the dirty. So um, <laughs> well, I moved away. Uh, yeah, I him multiple we'll calls. Get to that. We'll get like to that, that later. So. I ended up moving back because my grandpa got really sick. And I wanted to at least be closer. I'm 13 hours away from Reno. 15 hours away from, you know, fucking uh, Sacramento. Grandpa got really sick. I was kind of the number of place to live because Chris had moved out right then, so I was kind of couch-serving. And I was like, all right, I, I'm gonna go back. And luckily I got a job offer, so I came back. But while I'm on the train, oh, I jacked off on the train, by the way. It was of pretty sweet. Of course I did, yeah. Um, While I'm Why on the train, it, yeah. I'm coming back and I get the ex hitting me up saying like, we should hang out again, Like, we should, you know, blah, blah. Let's get back together, I'll take you. You have, you have to piss for your drug test for your job. So apparently that song didn't do it. No, but listen, listen. I'm listening to music on the train. She's it. telling me all this, right? She's telling me all this. And I'm, while she's texting me and everything, I'm like, I'm just listening to music on the train because I wasn't listening to podcasts at the time. And that song came on. And the song literally kind of explains like how a person is just no good for you at all. No matter what you do, she's never going to be good for you. And it really Hashtag hit sparkle. me. And this, so the, and this, the lyrics go like, I'll just give you the first little lyrics. It goes, first she drove me down, tossed me around, slandered my name all over town. My good gal ain't no good to me. She makes true love more like misery. And I'm walking hunched. I get drunk a bunch, suck her up and take a punch. My good gal ain't no good to me. And to think I've acted reasonably, but I miss her. And it's like that perfect explanation of like, I shouldn't be missing this person. I shouldn't feel this way at all. You're not good for me at all, but I miss you. And that's exactly what the song is. And then the end is a little bit of a twist.
5: Ah, but I miss her. all I have is a picture of her It was taken years ago, I was a kid, you know Just leaning up against that elder i of my good girl ain't no good to me And the final word belongs to me Because I drove her out of town and I shot her down and I left her there in the cold, cold ground. My good gal ain't no good to me—not even
1: in her memory. Yeah, but it didn't. I know it didn't (laughs) work. This. That's when my next song comes in. I'm sorry. Um. But yeah, that's like really good fucking song. That's I sent it to her because, well, the reason I sent her that song is because in the middle of my train ride, she was like, I have to tell you something. I and still I love was like, you. What? No. She said, I fucked this person at a party. Oh, is it the person you know? Yeah, remember uh, okay, remember, I remember the thing? I remember. <laughs> <laughs> she told me she fucked this person at a party, and I was like, "Listen to that song," and it just resonated so hard because I had missed her. I I knew she wasn't good for me, and then when she told me that, I was like, "I am going to kill you, <laughs> like you're gonna die, <laughs> bitch." I'm a. And you. so that's like that's why that song meant a lot to me on that train ride, which is fucking funny that you know the documentary. Um, but yeah, great song, my good gal. I highly suggest it. Old Crow Medicine Show, dude. Yeah, it's depressing. Kinda, but I, mean, uh-huh. I, kinda I like the, I like the song. Um, I like that band a lot. So, dude, That's yeah, cool. they're fucking great. Uh-huh. Um, mine is also related to the same X. So after I listened to you ain't worth the whiskey and whatnot, so I, I you listen to the I beat, was like part, teachers, two, part two, part two. You are worth two. you are worth the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was completely over and all that, yeah. but that song kind of wore out on me because, like I said, it's pretty pop country. It's pretty generic. So you, like. The replay value isn't necessarily there for something like, that stands the test of time exactly. because it's like, like when yeah, I just listened to it it's just now, yeah. I was like, nice, dude, I do like that song. Yeah, but yeah, I couldn't well, listen I'm to, to, to and it more. You're thinking about yeah. the situation. Yeah, yeah it means I, it's nostalgia. It's yeah. member berries. That yeah. song's yeah. member berries. Yeah. Just like every every song that we're talking about right here, these songs are member berries because they helped us get through a certain. This time. one's actually that's really all cool. music is. Music yeah. is pointless unless it helps you get through something. I mean, I wouldn't. I'm not crazy. I wouldn't say it's what Andy said last week. I'm not crazy. I know a lot about Disney, but I'm not crazy. Fuck, oh, fucking not the delivery was so good I like good. what you did with your little like give a little bit of old chrome medicine history so I'll do that for mine cause you oh, guys yeah. already know the background for the actual relationship why we broke up why I needed a couple songs and whatnot. so this guy's actual his name is futuristic I had never heard about him before uh, so I'm just scrolling through Facebook and I'm just gonna like really loft this one up to you guys and I'm pretty sure you're gonna probably go off right now but I'm gonna say it so this was like right around the time that 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 Justin Bieber album came out. And I didn't want to be a believer, and then I listened to the album a couple times, and because of the situation that I was at, it resonated with me a little bit. So I actually is it too late to say sorry? Is that? <laughs> I actually enjoyed it a little Joel's a bit. Be- Joel's a believer. Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, he was like, gonna, "Dude, like, his new album's fire." Just it saying, it wasn't bad. He had more decent tracks the not decent I mean they weren't all great and some of them were kind of shitty but at the same time Bieber he's trying you can't hate him for trying Bieber is like that secret porn that you look up I can hate anybody for anything (laughs) I guess that's
0: true Justin Bieber (laughs) is
1: like that secret porn you look up that you don't want anybody to find out about sure. you delete your history (laughs) you delete your history (laughs) that's Justin Bieber it's like you listen to him by yourself drunk and then you delete it so nobody knows dude that was the perfect perfect metaphor perfect
0: that should be the title of the podcast (laughs) is Justin Bieber is that porn you you watch when you're drunk. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want anybody to know that. It's It's a long
4: long title. title. (laughs) I'll give
1: you that. It's a long title. But But I think, ultimately, worth it. (laughs) (laughs) So... There's this one song, and it's called, like, Love Yourself. And it's about how <laughs> you should just go love yourself. Like, that's the whole course and all this stuff. And I, um, it didn't really resonate with me at first. When I first listened to it and everything, I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's Bieber, whatever. No big deal. But then this guy, futuristic. So how I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And so I went on his page, and it's all. He has done all the legwork for his entire career so far. The dude's at 22 right now. But... He has no record label. He's not signed with anybody or anything like that, and he has gotten to where he has gotten strictly through promoting himself through social media. No way! And he's at like, I think it's like 1.2 million followers on Facebook. Shannon Briggs did right the same fucking, thing. Yeah, the Let's Go Channel. He like he built himself through social media, and so I, I click on this guy's page. I listen to a couple of his songs. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. But then him. And there's like this guy, his name's Devon Terrell. And they both went and they did the same thing. They're trying to create a name for themselves through social media. Devon Terrell is the singer. And then you have Futuristic as the rapper. And when they get fucking together, they make a killer combo, man. Like, and even the Devon Terrell guy can rap and whatnot. And he's a really good singer. Like, I think he's one of the best singers like of our time right now. Like, his pipes are just there. He's got those pipes. And when you got the pipes, you got the pipes. Yeah. But they did a cover of that Love Yourself song, but it wasn't like a cover word for word. It was a cover just using the, the, the beat that Bieber used, and then they did all of their own lyrics. And the first starts out, it's like, oh yeah, we're going to make it better. Became infatuated with your whole appearance. So much that when I talk to you, I always need it, and stuff like that. And so like your song, it starts out good, and it's like, man. But then once the chorus comes, it's like, and you should go and... Fuck yourself. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I think I know that this song. This is actually. resonating with me so much I, right I now. I think I actually like, do know that fucking song. Because she's sitting there coming, like, no, come back. And I'm like, you should just go fuck yourself. And I, I didn't listen to this song. I deleted her off of all the social media Sorry. Right? So I find her on social media because we're not friends anymore. Dude, right? fuck and then I just like- to message her this song. Like, I just thought you should hear this because I FUCKING HATE YOU! (laughs) I became
2: infatuated with your whole appearance So much of when I talk to you, you never hear it So much of likes on your Instagram make you happy But I love you in person, made that the clearest I know I'm busy but not too busy for you If I set the table, I always set it for two And if I light a candle, I'm trying to set the mood and if I make a promise, I'm always seeing it through But you're obsessed with the wrong things I know we fight, but think you're fighting for the wrong team It's always on me It's always something that I did or something I didn't do I feel like I'm in the wrong league Cause if I ball, then we ball together But if I fall, then we fall together But now it's fuck you's, a bunch of whatever's If you was cold, I wouldn't even give you my sweater Mama don't like you, she likes everyone <laughs> And I never lied to admit that I was wrong And I've been so caught up in my job Didn't see what's going on, but now I know I'm going sleeping on my own Cause if you like the way you look that much Then baby, you should go and fuck yourself And if you think that I'm still holding on to something you should go and fuck yourself dude
1: I think like that's a really whenever you hear anybody else say you should go and fuck yourself you feel like they're talking to your ex you're like yeah yeah yeah, yeah you're right send that to my ex bitch <laughs> <Exactly>. like, <laughs> it feels good it
2: definitely feels my good friend.
1: you get it you know what I'm going through <laughs> you get my struggle I do want to shoot her down and bury her underground you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> music just tells the story of life
4: bro it really it's does a life so, story that was my next life one and that one arc. like
1: finally cemented it and I was like no I'm finally fucking over it um, I can be civil with you because we have mutual friends and whatnot. but honestly go fuck yourself and I could care fucking less yeah. don't be friends with me we're not gonna do that whole like oh uh, we're ex we should be civil to you the only way I'm gonna be civil with you is if we're at a party together and you're fucking there I'll be civil I'm not gonna go out of my way and talk to you and try to be nice to you oh do you wanna drink no bitch you can go fuck yourself I don't give a fuck if you want a fucking drink. Don't talk to me. We can be in the same room and not have it be a fucking thing, though. I, I hate it when you're in the same room with somebody and everyone's just sitting there waiting for someone to blow up so they can watch a drama. I don't want yeah, to like be Thanksgiving. like that. Like we, have a, <laughs> we
0: have, like, a very, like, <laughs> uneasy peace treaty going on exactly. here. And, like, the minute you cross a line on uh, one of the fucking mini <laughs> little contradictions,
1: I'm exactly. just like... It, it's on. it's These on. are the, the Cold War is over. <laughs> we're going, we're These gossip. are the rules. If you quarter break any of these <laughs> rules, we fightin'. Because yeah. guess what? You're not worth it. And you're not worth the whiskey, and I ain't fucking with you. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'll put your ex boyfriend, you yeah, no stupid it. ass bitch. I will, put <laughs> I will put your fucking boyfriend to bring him to jiu-jitsu class. Well, boyfriend and, and ex boyfriend. It's it, like you. the boyfriend and the ex all at the same time because an hour later he's getting broken up with, but then the next hour they're dating. It's absolutely that's how fucking crazy this trick is. And I'm so glad I tell her to go fuck herself. Next time you see her drunk out of club, like how's that justice system working out?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> her Trump one. Her Trump one. <laughs> is that working
0: out oh my for God, you? Yeah, that's so funny. So, like. House, have you been studying at all in the past uh, 10
1: years or anything like you know what no. smell justice smell it. we'll be fine a restaurant justice I'm like oh yeah Rodney King that's justice huh the stripper's name justice with the Z. <laughs> my name's justice with a Z Z. <laughs> 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 just as... So what's your next one, Adney? Same girl, the breakup. or you got a yeah, different breakup. Yeah, it's the same, you know gr- girl? same, uh, same story. actually dude, has a that's story about your ex. Long time. Uh-huh. Uh, to s- be with somebody. Same storyline. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, let's watch a while longer. Uh, down oh, this the could road. be a trilogy movie. We could make this into a thing. Oh yeah, we could make it. Uh-huh. We can make a Harry Potter size <laughs> fucking series of this shit. Make the fucking ending chapter part two, part two parts. Two yeah. parts. We're getting two parts <laughs> on this shit. Anyways,
0: so. Okay, where am I going to put that? Hey, so this is after that first song pull thing. Right. Uh, Continuing partying, all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. But then, like, you know, sleeping with all these girls. But then, of course, that just feels empty after a while. And the emotions start to set in no matter how many times you try to chase them away. And that's getting worse and worse and I'm just drinking more and more every day, more Ooh, and no, more, no, every no. single day, getting fucking, just buying, like, spending, I don't know how much money on bottles of Jack She was worth
1: the whiskey. Like, at the time. <laughs> the time
0: at the time. <laughs> like, just trying to get blitzed fucking as soon as, like, as soon as I clock out from work kind he of thing. He felt
1: like if he drank enough, he could turn into Frank Sinatra. Um, so that was, like, the And then life would be he good. Of course. Three shots Frank, in. He put on the hat and the <laughs> suit. He's just sitting there watching fucking Teletubbies. Fucked up. Frank was Puyous high as fuck. Twenty year old and he was eighty easy all day. And they're like, "Woo, I'm riding Frank." And Frank was 143 a years old, old when he died. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, um, that's a fucking deep cut right there. A little no, bit of a deep yeah, cut, that's But deep um,
0: cut. yeah, all that drinking and um. And just – it's like nothing's really – so basically just kind of like drinking yourself to death kind of situation. Which doesn't help at all. Joe mm-hmm. just talked about that. Not at all.
1: <laughs> it helps <laughs> me
0: for it, the time it being. It took, <laughs> it took a long time after this for me to really uh, kind of get myself back and like to cut down on the drinking and uh, all the, stop doing all the drugs. That's what the stuff. podcast
1: is for. It helps but, us um, vent. <laughs> yeah,
0: it really does. But uh, there was this one song that – Steve introduced me to it a while ago And he can also give you a backstory oh, on the band I couldn't <laughs> But um, the song is Old Number 7 By uh, The Devil Makes Three
2: So I'm sitting as the ballsuit starts to grow root I'm feeling like an old on Out pair of shoes oh, Tell me what is it that I should do And I'm a-swimming in the liquor Only halfway through So I'm watching as his wings spread As wide as could be Come on now and wrap them around me cuz all i wanna do now is fall asleep come down here and lay next to me oh thank you Jack Daniel's oh, low number 7 Tennessee whiskey got me drinking in heaven and uh, up here the bottle never runs dry and you never wake up with those tears in your eyes oh Thank you, Jack Daniels, Old oh, oh, number, number Seven, Tennessee whiskey got me drinking, drinking in heaven, heaven. and uh, angels start to look good to me. They're gonna have to deport me to the fiery deeds, oh, to the fiery, deeps.
1: Deeps. to the fiery drinking to the fiery. <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't. I didn't know that was. I had no idea that was going to be your choice at um, all. I l- didn't know I, that even helped you. Well, I wouldn't. You're, you're welcome. You're welcome.
0: Not so. <laughs> you're welcome. Not so sure. Helped is the right word, <laughs> but it was something that I really connected to in the moment. I actually alluded to this uh, on the podcast a while ago uh, when we talked about just that band and. Uh, this song, like, it is, like, when you <laughs> listen to the chorus, it's just, uh, you know, it's just talk, it's talking about Jack Daniels. You're like, oh, this is a silly song. But when you actually listen to the lyrics, it has a really uh, deep meaning. The first one, it's about, like, bad upbringing kind of thing. But the second verse of the song is what really got to me and what really, like, hit the nail on the head. It's, uh, It says... Uh, So I'm sitting on the bar stool, starting to grow roots, feeling like an all worn out pair of shoes. Tell me what is it that I should do while I'm swimming in the liquor only halfway through. Watching as his wings spread as wide as can be. Well, come on now and wrap them around me because all I want to do now is fall asleep. So come down here and lay next to me. You could kind of translate that in your own head any way you want, but what I saw it as is him singing to the angel of death. Uh, it's the lead singer who he is, like he said, like, you know, Pete sitting, Bernard, at, man. sitting Bernard's uh, amazing singing at the bar, sitting at the bar. So starting to go it's like you're not leaving this drinking area. Like all you're doing is drinking. And the reason you're doing it, cause you want to die and you're drinking yourself into that state. And you could feel like, like, I don't, like, I don't know what else to do with my life. I don't know what to do with my, with any kind of decision. All I want to do now is forget and like sit at the I bar wanna, and drink. I want to feel numb and I want it to all end. I want, that's all I want is the end of it all. And I'm watching as his wings wrap around me, like that's the angel of death coming to take you away. And instead of being fearful, instead of being scared, it's no, I'm welcoming it now. No, no, please come, please lay down next to me and take me away. So this will be all over. And I was like, that's kind of how I feel. (laughs) And (laughs) even,
1: even the chorus is, uh, thank you, Jack Daniels, old number seven, Tennessee whiskey got me drinking in heaven. And that's just Mm -hmm. the idea of like drinking yourself to death. It's not necessarily a suicide, yeah, but 14, like the album's fourteen songs is only forty three minutes. Dude, the album's fucking. That's the best album they've ever come up with. I just downloaded. Do, it. do, do wrong, See, right. Apple <laughs> <music's> so <tight>. <laughs> <laughs> do wrong, That's the the other album. Do wrong, right. Do fuck. Wrong, right? Like yeah. the other that that's the. Like, well, that. I'm just gonna try this one out first. And do then... wrong, yeah, right I, is phenomenal. Definitely check out
0: um the old number seven. It's a pretty quick song, but uh, like that, and I just I, I remember like just listening to that over and over again, and like feeling that way, and like it gave me something. To kind of like, oh, there is something that relates to it, and I could feel that connection with. There's like a couple other songs that were close, but really nothing. Not so many songs were about specifically drinking yourself to death over some over pain. No, I, I like can see that. how that one would not really like fucking it's hit ever, you where it counts. Yeah. Like
1: <laughs> if, if anything, it kind of brought you out of your slumber. I mean, even yeah. their new album, like I said, is Vice. Like, they half the album is about Vice songs. Like, a lot of folk songs are all about, and that's. Even when I was was like, oh, we got to do topics about death and suicide because a lot of fucking folk songs deal with that. I mean, it's like Vice, drinking yourself to death, fucking partying because you're trying to deal with something. It's, It's just a lot of like country folk like really like they, they hit home on that of like being in this small town secluded and the only thing to do is to get fucked up to deal with any type of, type of pain and I think that's why you get these broad changes of music and musical influence when you get to the big cities in comparison to like the the small town country yeah now we have our hands on all types of music but in general, you get these really emotional songs coming out of these small little rural areas, and it's all because even of in city their, their areas, upbringing. There, you know. I think
0: even in city areas, you do get the same songs like that, but just like different styles, Mix, different no, genres. No, just like Devil Makes Three, is you're not going to hear that music a lot. You're going to hear the happy music that makes you forget. Oh, you're right. You're going to get like the and radio and, music is yeah. happy and fun yeah, because and, it's radio in all music. genres. In all genres, you're going to get the uh, escapism you're going to get hey forget that stuff and look at this and not hey you need to sit in that for a minute and dwell in it and then try and move on past it then forget it. but get, be in that moment and i think that actually that song did help in like in that kind of way that it helped me dwell in that moment and reflect more and that helped the beginning process of me reflecting on who i was as a person yeah. and how
1: i became the greatest <laughs> of all. Uh, time I'm the champ. I'm that the was champ. his starting. Let's go, champ. That was the beginning to become. <laughs> that was the beginning of his Doctor. organic blueberry Doctor. moment. Now Adney's uh-huh. basing organic member bears. <laughs> all right, well, we got your last one. What you got for so us? So mine is not uh, necessarily a story. Mine's just a song that I fucking really love. Band, from a band I really love that no one really knows about. Um, Adney and I both uh, appreciate Simon and Garfunkel. Most people <laughs> don't really appreciate. The chicks? No, 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 that's Garfunkel <laughs> that's, <it>. that's <laughs> and Oates. Oh, <laughs> come on, man.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so Simon and Garfunkel
1: were a duo band that basically they, they were a folk band that started like Woodstock. They were huge at Woodstock, but they were very original with their singing and lyrics. They sung together. They kind of did something a little bit different than most bands doing, like all types of instruments, all that shit. No, they were just basically their voices is what you wanted to hear. They're very melodic with like some of their songs. But it's the it's, it's the very duet, yeah. Dude. It's to do they do together. The way that their voices flow together, two separate voices. Good example that you
0: probably know of Simon and Garfunkel. That well, I, pretty much everyone knows this song is "Hello, Darkness, My Old Friend." Mm, Remember that song? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's such a good song. Yeah, yeah. I'm no, not I, gonna I, try. Did anybody seen old, reminds me of old, old school. school? Old yeah, school. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's what boom. I was <laughs> old school. There you go.
1: Not Simon and Garfunkel. Now. That was an original thing that they did that they created, and then it kind of died out. No one. That's one of you the get, biggest songs ever. Yeah, you get some bands that try to copy them, at least during the time, but. It kind of died out, that style that people usually stick to the mainstream style of music. This is straight rock and roll. This is this and that and this. Luckily, now, because the of that world, pussy harmonizing shit, <laughs> because the world's gotten so much smaller through. hair metal bands. <laughs> hair metal bands. The world's gotten so much smaller Please. through uh, like Pull electronics. Some
4: sugar,
1: sugar. <laughs> in the name of love. Yeah sorry well ahead. through through <laughs> social media and electronics the world's gotten a lot smaller though we know it's large it's due to the fact that now people can look up different things they can have Spotify or Pandora and look or up Apple that relate and so you're you like
0: fuck Spotify so fucking I, fucking I was hate listening Spotify. to fucking Tom Segura like Tom Segura channel and out of nowhere just switches over and starts playing Ariana Grande <laughs> What, what do you mean, you mean I might like this? Are you insane? <laughs> I went from fucking... I went
1: from Tim Minchin to Doug Stato, to Tom Segura. There's no way she's <laughs> in that vein. She's not in that vein. Fuck Spotify. <laughs> Suck they all this They gotta inject whatever got you. You gotta pay for it. So the the band that I want to talk about is called the Milk Carton Kids, uh, which consists of two best friends. You get the baby. weirdest names for the bands you like. Yeah. Jesus, the... Uh, the both, That's why uh, you the, think of shit
0: like Hoofloofas <laughs> and fucking yes. Tax. Those are all great band names. <laughs> yeah, they are. Sorta band, Let's start it Now to the me, stage, the Hoofloofas. Was it again?
1: Me and Chris have no musical uh, talent, but okay, <laughs> I'm down. Fuck it. The Milk Carton Kids. So they are a band consisting of two best friends named Kenneth Paddingale and another one named Joey Ryan. Both sing, write, and play fucking instruments. They're both from the same hometown. They try to have a solo album themselves. Now, Ryan went to this random fucking place to watch a performance. Saw Joey on stage as his uh, as doing his fucking solo act. Basically, came up to him, talked to him, and decided they t- they found out that each other's solo careers weren't going too well. And they said, Why don't we uh, do Let's a duo? I'm playing, yeah, he's like, I'm playing basically the same style of music. Why don't we team up and, and do something together? So they create a duo. They, they discovered each other, okay? They found each other, and they decided, fuck it, let's start something nice together. <laughs> and in the folk music industry, they are the most, like, praised band. They, everyone's really? like, man, they're trying to bring back... Simon and we were trying to bring back something that's I been I could see that that's been like dead for a long time that no one really appreciates and when they played for the first time in front of there was in, in the documentary that I talked about Another Day Another Time they play in front of Marcus Mumford and he starts fucking crying what? he's like dude they're like them singing together the, the harmonizing everything it brought him to fucking, fucking tears emotional it's, fucks it's yeah it's it's God. dude they're so real yeah, man no we'll feel Mumford great and are together. Pretty, like, sappy might not be your style, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> It might not be your style of music, which is fine. Obviously, um, I can really I can appreciate the guitar picking and oh, everything. Oh, dude, the guitar picking is crazy. Both voices together, yeah, yeah it's a son of voices. New York, it's not horrible. New York and uh, fucking Snake Eyes are the two greatest songs. I think The two best. So the song I want to talk about is the song New York, which is from their. Original fucking debut album called Prologue that came out in 2011. You said it just right. I never
3: stay long enough to fight. I just run away. And it's you, my love. It's you I'm running from. You were mistaken. You are to blame Lately I've taken To getting my own way Yes, it's you, my love It's you I'm running from I'll be in New York Send for me when you want more I'll be in New York Without you like before I'm never lonely, off making trails, past on the only woman dressed in veil. Oh, it's you, my love, it's you I'm running from.
1: Now, the song is about a man who's kind of coming to crossroads with his relationship in a way. It's a it's a little vague, um, but by reading it, like by reading the lyrics, you can kind yeah, of understand was... like what he's trying to portray, like what the, the narrative he's trying to sell in the lyrics. And the main line in the song, which I really love is, and it's you, my love, it's you I'm running from. And it's his struggle with being with someone who is negative to the equation oh, and yet he moves on because she's holding him back. She's not letting him succeed. And the reason I connect with this so much is because, oh, as you guys know, I, I, I was with someone. A little short to the dollar, Chris. Uh, I was with someone who didn't want me to do anything, like was super. Um, negative to the equation. Would negative you say? to the equation, as I would say. Um, very codependent and didn't want me to do anything that didn't involve her. So anything that. I, cause, we are, we all talk, we're all hobby based people. We like having different hobbies. Anytime I gained a new hobby or anything, I try to do something that interests me or, or that excited me that I was like, no, this, I I love doing this. It was always negative. Like, don't do that. You're not going to succeed in that. Or you should stop that. Or how about you don't do that. And you pay attention to me. And it was, it completely killed my passion for things that I love to do. I've like always his, friends. You wouldn't yeah. even do a song. Everything, like, every, everything was just dumb. Like, why, yeah. would, why would you do that? And I've always been why the guy. Why would you g- spend time doing yeah. that? I've always been like guy growing up. Like, it's like if something interested me, I wanted to do it. I would try it. And I would be like, all right, if I'm going to do this, I'm going I'm to try to be the best that I can be on this thing. At it. You know? And uh, to have someone that you're with for so long and for them to just keep bringing you down, bringing you down, and bringing you down, that's why I connected with the yeah, song. Someone Doubts you is like the worst fucking feeling. Yeah. So that's kind of that. So what the guy is, it's that's almost. That's how I feel with my fucking family. It's almost a love letter, like in a way he's writing the girl. It seems like he's writing the girl, just talking to the girl through lyrics and basically saying, like, no, I'm I came to, I went to New York. I came to New York and I left you behind because of the fact that you're holding me back. They're vague lyrics, like I said, but one of the best lines ever. Like he leaves behind this girl holding him back and heads to New York. And there's this really great underlying theme of like him telling her, no, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna be fine. Like, I'm gonna be fine without you. Cause she thinks, oh, you're not gonna make it. You're not gonna make it. You, you didn't get me down, Ray. Uh-huh. You know, like one of those, he, I feel like he's saying like, that to I'm her. I'm to
0: lower your self-esteem yeah, yeah. so bad that you could never even think about living without me.
1: Yeah, and I feel like he's telling her, you never got me down, right? <laughs> you never got me down, Rachel, or whatever. Amy, Amy. Oh. You looking? <laughs> now, um, there's this really great line in the song that's super short. And it goes, I'm never lonely. I'm off making trails. It's his way of saying, like, my success and my trail to, to success and towards my career and, and to something that makes me happy. I'm not going to be lonely. I'm not going to be miserable. I'm having an impact. It whis- you know, you're not worth the whiskey nah. is basically what he's saying because guess what? <laughs> and I
0: don't fuck with you. <laughs> and I don't fuck with
1: you because me moving on and me going towards something that I fucking love, my passion, my career, me moving along and leaving you behind, I'm never going to be lonely because I'm off doing what makes me happy. Yeah. My happiness is me moving forward and not me going back to the past. So I think that's like, that's why the song really touched me and really resonates with me. And though it did not happen at a certain point in my life, when I did hear the fucking band for the first time and I did read the lyrics, I'm like, man, I can relate to that. I've been in that moment before, even though it was a past moment. It's like, Holy shit. It's, it's funny how some lyrics can, can be sung to you and it could bring up a fucking memory. It's like smelling a fucking soup or smelling something because sense of smell is tied to memory. You smell something it's, weird and all of a sudden it reminds yeah. you of
0: when you were eight years old and your
1: fucking yeah. mom made you, when a your dad beat you in front something. of Target and shit. Um, but yeah, hearing those lyrics, you're just like, man, I can relate to that. It's like, fuck you. I don't need you. You're going to hold me back from things that I want to do and my success. I'm going to do fine. I'm going to be just fine without you. You're not worth the whiskey. And I ain't fucking with you. I don't fuck with you. You little stupid ass. Hey! Don't fuck with you! Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! <laughs> 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 fuck with you! because this is fight talk you little bitch fuck you fight talk Peruvian flakes ah. gonna snort some shit ah. but P- we're gonna E-Dees, fight and talk we're gonna fight we're gonna P- fight P- we're gonna P-Dees. talk sounds like you're accusing somebody right now we're gonna <laughs> none of that and, talk, and then snort cocaine afterwards something now we're all depressed this is a depressed podcast we fight <laughs> talk to make us super happy now we're all thinking like fuck that bitch yeah cause we're gonna fight everybody's mad <laughs> Maybe music talk wasn't such a good idea, huh? Huh? Maybe that. Maybe
0: that. Okay, so. <laughs> this past Saturday, a fight that we've been looking forward to for very long. We did a preview show all about it. Vasil Lomachenko versus Nicholas Walters. Uh, the Man, Andy. The Axeman Walters. It's a fight that I've been percolating for over a year. And what's actually interesting is... Walters was offered um, a pretty big payday, a couple hundred thousands of dollars, to fight Vasile in March, but he turned it down. He turned down that fight, and he turned down a bunch of other fights. That's why he was inactive mm. for a, almost a year. Was because he kept turning down fights, not because he couldn't get a fight. You know what I mean? He it was he wanted it was, that paper. Yeah, it was a really weird situation. He was able.
1: does if you even if you lose, does he get that? Is that a like flat rate? He gets yeah. the money. Yeah. Oh, I'll fight VCLMJ yeah, right now, dude. I'll let him knock me out Yeah, the but, yeah but your
0: career doesn't depend on it. Listen, you
1: don't last a round. That's fine. Maybe. That's fine. Five seconds. Hey, you feel Maybe. that? Maybe. That's pride fucking with you, all right? <laughs> you go down. Like, <laughs> I'm going to go down, Mike, and fucking pull no, fiction, all right? No I'll drop like, my shit. No commission with Five no seconds in <laughs> <end>, like <laughs> Sign them. <laughs> no commission <laughs> with I can see myself lying on the ground, open uh-huh. one eye, like, we done? We done? Uh-huh. All right, all right. <laughs> you got that cash? <laughs>
0: Then you wake up from your coma, fucking several months later. Seriously, will <laughs> totally it be worth it?
1: I'll lose, a, I'll lose a couple brain cells for a couple hundred thousand. Oh, but you got hospital bill. I got to figure out how to fucking walk and shit. Good luck with that. That's fine. <laughs> I've I, seen I, I, Will Ferrell do it. He isn't <laughs> giving you millions <laughs> of dollars. Tower of good Nights. I've seen oh, him do it. He walked again. Oh, I thought
0: somebody told you he's not crippled. He just found that <laughs> in the
1: hallway. How <laughs> dare you! All right, I hope you have beautiful, <laughs> articulate sons, Adney That box, and I hope they have legs. taken them, we're away from okay. them. Doctor, put that evil on me. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: So, anyways, uh, Lomachenko-Walters happened this past Saturday, and what we all thought was going to be a very competitive fight that was going to elevate one of these fighters a chance, right I like, mean, yeah they are both un- like one, no well, Walters was undefeated no, one, one lost to Lomachenko one yeah one lost he's
1: had seven pro fights and two of them have been for fucking titles it's absolutely yeah. ridiculous two of them won titles but he's had a total of four title fights yeah and he's um, had fucking t- 586 amateur t- fights. fights and he won yeah, he all was, of yeah, them he was
0: the first he was the um the first fighter to ever fight for a title in a second pro fight and that was against Orlando Salido which of course Salido came in about two weight classes heavier than he was supposed to and kept hitting him in the dick
4: uh-huh.
0: and uh, but was smart but kept going to the body roughed him up did what he had to do did a lot of veteran tricks ultimately beat vasil and got that got that win and then of course in his third pro fight he fought because orlando salito was too heavy even even though he won the fight he lost the belt so the belt was left vacant,
4: oh, and so then what?
0: Momachenko fought undefeated uh, contender Gary Russell Jr. for that same belt and dominated, won that belt, and then just earlier this year, he moved up a weight class and took on uh, Roman Rocky Martinez, destroyed him in five rounds and what was an absolutely beautiful performance, and then he defended it for the first time just this past Saturday against Nicholas Walters.
1: How many months was it before he uh, defended his title?
0: Um that okay, when was that fight that was like I want to say early summer or so I, or remember, I remember watching it We talked you. about it on yeah. the on the definitely talked about oh, it nice. on the podcast but uh just a few months ago um
1: we and- did mention that
0: and we you really met him, thought, right? We mentioned yeah, that, right? Yeah, we really We want to mention it
1: a second time, too. Lomachenko knows us. Yeah. He's a fan of the show. <laughs> he can't understand it, but he's fine. He's a fan. He likes the noises. I like the he show. He likes the noises. I <laughs> like show. Big the show. Show is good. <laughs> I beat Walters. <laughs> he didn't speak a lick of English. That's yeah. got to be his next thing. That, he yeah. needs to really... It'll, it helped, help. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I wish he would throw his combo at English and learn it. <laughs> you
0: know what I mean? Like, Start whooping the shit out of some languages. You're right. Uh, yeah. Like, like, we're looking forward to this for. A I know 396 time. languages now. <laughs> and uh, we really thought like it was going to be a competitive fight. And I thought that it was it was going to be a chance for either one of these guys who are both seen as possible future stars. You previewed it as that, too yeah. And I said that, and I thought fight, that like then. these guys are going to be competitive, and it's going to be whoever actually has greatness in them is going to. Basically, pull ahead and get out the victory and look great. Like I thought, that's was what was going to happen. You still called it, but you didn't call it. I because did not call how it. You
1: called it. I called. You called I, the I, winner. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're cool, but we ain't cool. You know yeah, what I, mean? exactly. you know, I fuck with you. But but I don't like, fuck like, with I also, you. Like to like to that point. Like
0: to that point. Last week, I called. Like I I predicted Andre Ward would but win. But you didn't predict it. And I technically like Sorry. technically I was right, but he didn't really deserve the win. Right. So I don't feel like it's a technically I was right. <laughs> but I wasn't right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Be taco, beat it into the ground. So he, much loves he loves beating dead horses. I know, dude. He's
1: no, I love beating dead horses, but I don't love beating dead horses. You know what I mean? Jesus. <laughs> All right, that was a good one. <laughs> Leaving that and definitely editing, editing out the other three.
0: <laughs> anyway, okay, so um, what we got was not... That at all? What we got was a one-sided it clinic, so dude. Definitely from high tech Vasily Lomachenko. His nickname, although not my favorite, is I, kind I, of I, indicative I, of his fighting style. It is something that we haven't seen. Something before. you doing a Russian accent? I didn't <laughs> do that like that. <laughs> just just, make up like just that asking. I said something. <laughs> I just
1: I that was a M. Ukrainian accent, Stevie. I didn't no, go to I Russian. Didn't go, huh? I
0: didn't go sum. So, so, you're you're concentrating on the oh, the sum. So, I didn't go sum. I said some.
1: Just make it I good. heard wrong he. letter.
0: He's right. Oh <laughs> <Call laughs> he. <laughs> Potato. Call potato, me. bro. Potato. <laughs> potato. Jesus. Whatever. Whatever. Ukrainian. Russian. Whatever.
1: Uh, all right.
0: But it is, he really is something that it's it's not. People have been trying to compare him to a lot of different fighters, such as uh, Pernell Whitaker and uh, Willie Pep, because the two like the greatest defensive fighters of all time, and it's not. He's not like them in style
1: really he's original. quick question oh, right. floyd isn't considered one of the best defensive he fighters, is he is but, he, but he's still alive so they're not comparing they're not,
0: him. no no like no the reason they're not comparing him to Floyd is because his style isn't at all similar yeah um not not even like the reason why he's compared to pernell is because pernell was a south ball who would stand right in front of you uh go check out some pernell whitaker highlights i highly suggest that just the highlights and you'll love to, you'll just enjoy that because um, his fights can be kind of just one-sided boxing clinics yeah. and that's the thing is uh he Plus, was fights are boring too we know yeah he would stand right in front of you and you couldn't hit him because he had like the best head movement he would like and he would just barely move out of the way just enough to slip your shots and he would do it like he would dodge a four punch combination with just head movement he was absolutely beautiful oh, to watch it's crazy um, and that's why uh, people are comparing Vasile to Purnell in that he has really great head movement. He stands in the pocket and he's so incredibly hard to hit.
1: Question. Sorry. Um, was Purnell known still to this day as one of the best defensive fighters? Oh, yeah. Like, is that, yeah. is that like a thing? Like when you make a scale, it's like, well, we got Purnell and where does he stand on the Purnell scale? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Whenever someone like a Floyd Mayweather, like, cause he's such a defensive minded fighter, he's defense first all the way. Uh, he's he has always been comparable. Let's compare him to like a. Is he as great as a Pernell Whitaker's defense? Is he as great as Willie Pep, who is the, like the gold standard? Willie Pep is. Okay. When people talk about the greatest fighters of all time, pound for pound, Sugar Ray Robinson is at the top of that list. Yep. Pernell, for example, would concentrate so much on defense that his offense would lack a lot. Uh, he he threw mostly jabs That's and why straight left hands. Football switches
1: out people. There's a defense, yeah, and, <laughs> and there's an offense. <laughs> and because I mean, it's, it's not a, the same guy. It's a good analogy. Yeah, really and the, really and is, like yeah. and
0: like the reason why Floyd Mayweather is paying so much from fans is because he has boring fights. Because he doesn't he doesn't care much for offense. He's about defense. Quote on the quote money. Well, he wants to quote win quote the match. You yeah. To, uh, if you so like, like he's gonna you, use you enjoy his, he, it, Like but. he has an incredible, impeccable defense, and his offense is good. Um, But he knows how to use his defense in a way that just stalls his opponents. So it's like only his offense is working right now. Your offense never gets a chance to start because of his impeccable defense. That's something that Pernell Whitaker did. And to an extent, Willie Pep did. But Willie Pep, the reason why he was different is that he was predominantly... Lateral movement. He was on his. Like, there's three kinds of defense. There's head movement. There's arms where you block and pick off shots. And then there's your feet. It's movement, moving around the ring. And uh, no one had movement like Willie Pep. You couldn't find him at all. He was always gone. And even if you did manage to get close to him, he did also have. Impeccable head movement. He had those cauliflower ears, not from wrestling, but from guys could only hit his ears and graze them. He was
1: that good defensively. He jump roped in the shower like he did not give a fuck, dude. <laughs> Just he always had feet movement. He fucked every X uh, with his feet, like dude, back and forth on the clit with the big toes. He is a monkey. And
0: forth on the clit. No,
1: I mean going back to the foot foot movement and it being like a fundamental of everything within jujitsu. One of your biggest strengths and one of the biggest fundamentals is grip. It's not strength or anything. Well, it, it does have but grip it's, it's the grip that you're actually getting. It's not that you're loaded and you're on Yeah, everyone wants to work out. It's that little it's, workout it's thing, a you know, the stress tight. workout thing yeah, no, that's because if I grit and you can't fucking get me what What's are you that thing called do? when you're super stressed out so you do it? Oh Masturbation. <laughs> That's what it is, bro. My bad. That's what it is. I got ultimate oh grip God. strength, bro. I'll take Sugar Ray Robinson right now you with op- grip strength, bro. You should open a gym, bro. <laughs> a jack-off gym? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a a cute gym A, ju- gym? <laughs> a, ju- gym. a ju- gym I have a ju- gym
0: You don't have a ju- gym oh, But back back to the, the fight at hand. Uh, Lomachenko. Fight um, uh, at hand, Adney? Really? Really? All right. Okay. Uh, I'll go with him. Um, the reason why he's compared to Purnell is because he can't stand in the pocket and he can make you miss non-fucking stop. He's so hard to hit on the inside, although he doesn't employ the same kind of head movement as Purnell. That's why... Uh, hit the, the like the comparison is very faint in mostly the fact that oh, he's a southpaw who would stand in front of you and you can't hit him. So they're just looking for someone to compare him to. Yeah, him, yeah. Uh, the difference, of course, is that Lomachenko is much more aggressive than Purnell. He throws in huge volume and in combination yep. and he comes forward very aggressively. And he does, a, he, and he, you know, he, he takes
1: control, dude. He, he employs fucking takes control. he does
0: employ a lot more uh, footwork than Purnell did uh, less head movement, more footwork that's when the the comparisons to Willie Pep come in and the footwork kind of thing and like that. But the difference with that is is that he's much more aggressive than Willie Pep. And he doesn't dance around the ring to avoid the opponent until he wants to fight the way someone like Willie Pep or Muhammad Ali would fight. The way... Lomachenko employs his foot movement is to constantly be circling and coming forward at the same time and sidestepping. His pivoting is something that a lot of fighters like almost all fighters use pivoting. If you're gonna box, you need to be able to pivot. But it's nowhere near what he's able to do. It's like he's like the most perfect image of a matador fighting a bull. He's always just able enough to sidestep you and you miss wildly, and then he's right back in your grill and he's landing combinations. He's very aggressive and a lot you got like a, like um and that's why he was able to so comprehensively just embarrass Nicholas Walters Walters like i said like he like try- the
1: first 3 rounds were okay like he, Walters was getting he was get- schooled, like a, yeah. but at the same time like he was in. The, but the next 2 rounds man it was He picked like, it up Yeah um, who are who are the people that compared him to so Willie Papp and Pernell Whitaker Pernell Whitaker but you didn't listen to Al Gore right when he was like he's half Pernell Whitaker half Willie Pep, and half Sugar Ray Robinson you didn't hear <laughs> that so yeah, he's basically Man Bear Pig it's man. Yeah. that's <laughs> all Vasil Lomachango is he is high tech it is Man um, Bear Pig but um, I'm telling you he's real seal's real right? he's a real and, thing I can promise you I'll show you videos what's
0: really fascinating is uh uh Walters did try to do what I was talking about that he should do is uh, go to the body, use that jab to disrupt Vass- – don't let Vasile get into his rhythm. That's another thing is Vasile took a few rounds to get into his rhythm. Another thing I told you about and I was like don't let him get into that rhythm. Use the jab. Don't let that rhythm get started and then go to the body hard. And Walters was trying to do that his best. But Vasile forced his rhythm onto him. He was with his aggression and coming forward and throwing. He didn't throw with power
1: in the beginning. It <laughs> took a few rounds for him. Yeah, to load well, the first, cuts. yeah, the first two rounds just about, and then um, like I, Vasile was. Definitely the first round, feeling him out. They were both feeling each other out. That was a and very,
0: like, uh, I don't know who won that fucking Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like. And the <laughs>
1: second round, of course, like, the, a minute left in the second round, you get this fucking sweet fucking left hook to the body from uh, Axeman Walters to Vasile, And it was like, didn't even phase him at all. It was like a minute two. And you're like, holy shit, you heard it. And then <laughs> was just like, all right, let's keep going. Thanks for the... You, Oh, Next I, me up. Oh, no. so I, I can out. get hit. <laughs> Let me make sure I don't
0: like, get hit. Now I know what you got. And then he he kept pressing forward and he get that beauty. And then here's the thing. Walters is right-handed, uh, Vasil is southpaw. And when that when those two styles fight, it's always about foot position. You want your front foot on the outside. So your lead foot needs to be on the outside. That way, you're in perfect punching position. You have them perfectly in the middle so you can hit them with either hand. They can only, like, they have to reach to hit you with one of their hands. Uh, Their lead hand can't even hurt. It's just too awkward. And... At no point was Walters able to keep his lead foot on the outside. Dude, Vasil moves too fast. No, he he's moves weird.
1: He's, that's how <laughs> you understand He's something completely different. He's a fucking anomaly. He's like a guy. Literally, he's like a paradox. He stands there. He stands there with it. his dick out, like he's making some fucking oh oh. Like he's doing that fucking what is that? Like that what is that the Hawaiian thing? thing? That yeah. fucking
4: like, what the fuck,
1: fuck is that thing called? I, mean, I don't know. When man. they do they do that fucking weird ass chant. It's some type Ask of Jason fucking Lebeau. Asian, You're Asian country. You're not very cultural appropriate oh, okay, right now, Okay, my dad, bro. whatever. <laughs> but I feel like he does <laughs> that. He stands on both feet is almost like he doesn't, it's not one foot forward. It's almost like both feet are waiting yeah, that's for it, someone to make a move. So he moves his foot position to where he can either be southpaw or fucking. Yeah, no, uh, no like, no, like, that, that's what. Am no, he's ambidextrous with it, it basically. It,
0: because like the way he moves, the way he's able to go from left to right so fast and keep his foot in position, like it seems as if he's fi- he's like standing, you squared up with both of his feet pointing towards you, like side by side, mm-hmm. and he's just doing like when you're like when you're practicing, when you're doing football drills, yeah. So You're yeah, oh! yeah, it seems like he's doing that. But if you actually look at his feet, they are an actual balanced position. That's what's so fascinating is that he can be in proper stance to where he's in he's in his stance, and if you hit him, he can absorb the shot better. If you push him, you're not he's not going to fall down but and yet he's still fast enough and nimble enough to constantly be moving left or right no matter where it is and his lead foot is always on the outside so you can't properly hit him and you have to like try and like walters was trying to time him because uh loma loma got even the fucking announcers are confused like yeah he's moving right now. he's moving left he's moving left we did not see this bob like um, like walt um loma Chico got comfortable moving to his right towards uh Walter's left away from Walter's big right hand. He's a big fucking puncher. That's an important part of this fight. walters has a lot of power. He said he and has Loma's, a good straight right hand like yeah, and Loma, really good and right a good hand. right hook and he was and he was avoiding that and moving towards Walter's left and he was kept he's tap 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 and then moving and every time Walter's was getting his offense going, especially early in the fight, Walter's would start using the jab. He started using that jab. He was remembering the jab. But as soon as he would would start to get that jab going and about to throw a power shot, like, okay, I got my range. I got Vasile where I want him. As soon as he started to, like, load, like, about to load up on a shot, Vasile saw it coming, threw a straight left hand right down the guard, hit him right on on the button, and then moved the fuck out of the way. So Walters had nothing to, like, what the fuck? I was just just about to throw a power shot. Can you fucking stop? And... Lomachenko kept He kept frustrated. He got into his head, and it really fucked with Walter's mind. Because what's worse than getting knocked out is getting embarrassed. No fighter wants to get embarrassed, and he he is getting embarrassed. He can't even start his offense. It was office. that
1: last thirty seconds of that like eighth round or whatever. Well, though, even even really like he was literally just like dodging him and like and like staring him down. Like oh, that's oh, what I was you, saying. you, you like, to hit me. It
0: takes him a few rounds to get going, but, but then around the uh, like the. Late fourth round in the middle of the fifth round, he started to get that rhythm going. He started dropping his hands a little bit. It was amazing. He was moving better. He was going from side to side. Now he's moving to his left, moving to his right, and he's twirling around like he's a ballroom dancing. Yeah, like a fucking ballerina. Around around Walters. All the while, he's not on his toes dancing around like that. He's constantly on the balls of his feet, so he's always in position to punch. That's what people keep trying... To point out to casual compare, fans, yeah, to and compare. they were like, "No, listen, you know, he's not just moving; he's moving in punching position, so he can always swing. He's throwing like a left hand, then moving to his right, left hand, left hand, left hand, and then turning to a an actual combination, left and right." And Walters was befuddled. Every now and then, Walters was able to like, he was like, he was what he was able to time was a left hook to the body. As soon as Lomachenko started coming in with his shots, Walters would just kind of duck and then throw a left hook to the body and. Lomachenko was walking right into it and it was hitting him a few times. It was times. good.
1: It, it was great fucking punches. It landed super was like, hard And too. what was
0: funny though was like in between every round Walters was looking at his corner and he's got like four different voices all yelling at him. Not a good sign. No. Because no one has an answer and they're all desperately like no I think I have an idea and Walters doesn't know who to look to for an answer and he has this befuddled look on his face of like I don't know what to do. Give me something I can work with, because this is not fucking working. Then I mean, it clips over Lomachenko's corner,
1: and it's calm. It's like, okay, you're, yeah, you're doing good. Lomachenko has a smile on his face. He's a pretty like, guy. How you feeling? Very pretty. I feel like after good. every round, Lomachenko would lock eyes with Walters and be like, you ain't shit, bitch, and then just go back to his corner. And what I feel like was the round that got a, kind of got him comfortable to start dominating the fight was the end of the third. When he landed that fucking flurry, the last 10 seconds— Dude, I feel like right when he landed, on them, the bell rang and they stopped. He was like, "All right." I got this. Like he felt smooth. Like his shoulders were all rolled, but he fucking landed some great shots. And they actually were gonna give the round to uh Axeman Walters because he was dominating a little bit. He was landing no, some great I, punches, but that flurry right at the end, man, I actually it said sold that it. You know yeah, what? Yeah. I was like, wow, Holy he, really shit, dude. Really, yeah, he really finished a well. round really well. Yeah, he finished round extremely well. And then yeah. that one round where he just stood there. Dude, both of them. Slounding. And he's like, that's the first time I ever saw that. Ten seconds left, and they just stood there, like, all right. That's what up?
0: that's that's, that's a, a tribute to walter's fear of the counter shot is that he stood there and he was like okay he's standing there i could attack him but this is probably a trap and he was so in his own head of the consequences if he leaped on him and lomo's just like no wait really what are you doing what's going puts on puts his say, hands
1: down to his side as yeah, what, in like
0: what the fuck and up? walter's just like i'm not gonna i'm not falling for that no way bro and then of course the round ended and it was like that's enormous psychological warfare yeah and uh Loma chico just started to turn it on he was landing more and more and putting the
1: psychological warfare of course putting more and
0: more on the shots to really punish walters and i remember in the seventh round of the fight twice walters was stunned he got hit with a big shot and he was like trying to cover up his legs were getting a little wobbly he was back into the ropes and now here he is the power puncher fighting this guy who's supposed to have just speed and pity patty punches and he's getting hurt and footwork. And, he's and, Walters, and Walters has him on the ropes. or not, I mean, Loma has him on the ropes and he has his hands down. And then he's still throwing these really incredible combinations. And Walters leaps forward a little bit and he, sh- he lands this really short, compact left hook right on the fucking cheekbone of Lomachenko. And it did nothing. Lomachenko didn't it even flinch. He got. He did nothing. No, he, didn't it did in. Do nothing. <laughs> he just answered back with more shots. And Walters, in that moment, it was just like a crushing. Like I had the puncher's chance, and it seems like that's not going to work. And then at the end of that round, the way Lomachenko just kind of yeah. s- walks away while staring at him, and then points at him like, "Oh, you're," and like he did this thing where he like he started. Um, his hand was like motioning downward, like you're going fucking down next round. Like this threat this playful threat and i think that was, he was smiling yeah I yeah think, he I, was I, I, think <laughs> nice too. I think that was I the last that, <laughs> that was the last bit of what walters had in it like the last bit of mental
1: strength that walters had was gone i feel and like then, he thought that throw that one punch to the cheek i'm like oh like that moment of hitting him like i fucking did it i landed something great and then when he saw that there was no feedback at all oh that's all you got it's like yeah okay yeah. okay okay that's it. okay. Like, yeah, which, you do that, which, that's, which brings us to what I think is the bigger point. Yeah, Lomachenko won, but how did he win?
0: Walters, after round seven, refused to get up. He what do you mean? He refused to get up from his stool and fight. Like, you mean his corner
1: through the talent or something, right? No, what? what do you mean? He's supposed to
0: get up and fight, right? He, he, yeah, money comes Walters in. Walters right? didn't want to continue. And what's funny is. He's from Panama, which is the home country of Roberto Duran. His
1: home country of Panama. <laughs> what? Wait, wait, wait. He fights out of Panama. Which is the home country of Roberto Duran. Yes.
0: I didn't know that. And Roberto Duran, uh, unfortunately, one of his most known notorious moments is the No Moss fight with Ray Leonard. In oh, which
1: so this met something the, more yes. to
0: boxing fans. Listen, in, listen, listen. in the eighth round of that fight against Ray Leonard which was just happened six months after their first Bob fight. How you know this? <laughs> uh, that Duran won in 1980. Um, Duran was like, nah, I'm through with this clown. I'm through with this clown. And just tried to walk away. Because Leonard spent the whole fight just clowning around and being like a dick. And then it was the referee said, no Moss, no Moss," And it was recorded as a TKO win for Ray Leonard and it destroyed Duran's career. And he had to build up like really hard in order to get back to the pugilistic god that we know him as today
1: Your knuckle just popped, don't yeah, no, worry about beautiful. it that was to the gods
0: to the gods of boxing named roberto duran but um but <laughs> yeah you never heard and of here he is, and your knuckle for and Br- here Bert he is nicholas walters who's um i'm like i'm pretty sure like everyone in his corner is uh from jamaica but of course they all live in, in panama uh-huh. now and here they are and they act, one of his trainers actually says to the referee no moss. These motherfuckers are, are Hispanic but they're yelling no moss uh-huh. which is like a really like oh wow this guy's quitting and he's saying no moss and Pan- that's a weird Panama connection but uh he literally said no moss to the referee the and the Panama referee, connection referee, I mean that
1: sounds like a little
0: chemtrail-ish thing. The referee was literally like are you sh- wait are you serious yeah, he, re- like, re- he went to walls like wait wait you want to quit and Walters was like, kind of ashamed, like, oh, we're done, we're done. He's like, no, no, you need to tell me. Look at me in my face. You have to tell me no that you're quitting. That <laughs> you you're have to say no <laughs> I need to know before I make the call because I don't want to look like an idiot. And he goes, no, I'm, I'm done. I'm yeah, done. All right. Done. And he starts waving it off. And Walters immediately tries to walk over to Lomachenko. Lomachenko celebrating all that stuff. Yeah,
1: Lomachenko goes like, Lomachenko actually doesn't notice Walters. Man. When Walters is walking up, which I really love, I've talked about this with you guys before, Lomachenko is looking out to the audience to his fans because he's like Mexican style even yes. though he's not Mexican style he's fucking hey style but uh whatever <laughs> he climbs up the climbs up the ropes and then as he's coming back down he notices Walters behind him and Walter comes up and he fucking gives him a big hug and they look at each other in the eyes and they put their foreheads together and it's like hey man great fight we put on a show for everybody Fucking good job. And they literally hug it out. Even though he's the one that threw in the towel, they hug it out as a respecting. I love that Walters got up and like said to him, you killed it, man. You did a good job. I, I truly thought that was the greatest moment of the fight. That they were no, like, that's that's I didn't I had I this like thing, a dude. little tangent argument, but I didn't realize that Roberto Duran did the same thing. So if Roberto Duran could do that, and then work his way back up to it to get to where he eventually did, and this isn't the end of Ultras. my argument, it's not the end of Walter. Kind of goes out the what's window. What's your no, argument? No, I need to hear it. Well, uh, aren't fighters supposed to be fighters? That's not really being a fighter, is it? What well, What do you mean you're you're done? You, you're not knocked out. You're not even hurt. You got clowned and now you're going to give up? You're well, a fucking well, fighter. That doesn't make any sense, dude. You are literally the modern-day gladiator and you're giving up. You're not cut. You're not even – I'm sure you've been hurt. Even hurt. Yeah, you you even didn't get down. knocked down. You didn't get me I down, right? Didn't, it didn't seem like a fighter's fight is all I'm trying to say. It, I, I, and I, a fighter's it, decision. Yeah, sorry. And he has been
0: eviscerated by boxing fans since Saturday. Like, like, no one is having any mercy on him because of that quit job. Okay, Roberto Duran was eviscerated. His management left him. His trainer, everyone left him. Everyone said, oh, Roberto Duran's not a fighter when he quit against Ray Leonard. After everything he did, he already established a Hall of Fame career even before he fought Leonard. He established that he was quite possibly the greatest lightweight of all time. Then he jumped up a couple of weight classes and beat Ray Leonard in his prime, the only man to do it. And then, of course, he started partying and getting all crazy. Then he fought him six months later, way overweight, and all this guy's of like, ah. huh. And
1: he quit <laughs> and he got married at married and I fucking Christmas. I'm like, <laughs> Christmas and morning, he I had three kids. Yeah, one <laughs> person committed suicide. The other person didn't matter. They believed in chemtrails. But what else? <laughs> <laughs> I like, Holy the shit. The kid's slow Duran down. <laughs> I'm your voice, worsening
0: him. I'm all, of that, all of his lungs. <laughs> oh. oh, but uh, no, but no, like. After that, he like everyone gave up on Duran, and it took him fighting in fucking like favelas against taxi drivers and shit in order to build himself up, no, fighting alone right, the
1: professional. And term. he had
0: to slowly build his way back up. And when he like, and he started to beat okay fighters, everyone still said fuck him, fuck him, fuck him. And then he got a, a fight against iran barkley and everyone's like oh sweet this young undefeated fucking monster who's way younger in his prime way bigger is gonna punish duran and make him quit again we deserve to see that because he's not a fighter and what happened duran fucking schooled the young little piece of shit (laughs) no he's not a piece of shit but (laughs) he schooled the motherfucker and knocked him out and like it took that that this legendary like this guy who started his career Weighing 130 fucking pounds in 1968. Here he is in the mid 80s wearing or or weighing 154 pounds against this monster and he's not and he knocked him out. And he went on even further. He fought, he fought at middle. He fought Marvin Hagler. No way. The monster Marvin Hagler and went the distance in a, in a tough fight. Like, he obviously completely lost that fight. But he was in there getting, against this middleweight monster who had, like, never— he, easily, he, like, probably 180 he, in like, there. like Like, there's only two people that have ever gone, like, the full distance with Marvin Hagler in the championship fight. And that's Roberto Duran and Ray Leonard. Wow. And Ray Litter had it shortened to a twelve-round fight. <sighs> uh-huh. So, like, and like here, he, and like, and he kept proving himself over and over again. He ended up winning a middleweight title, like, and he just kept fighting on until he retired in fucking two thousand one. Nicholas Walters isn't like even close to that. He hasn't built a Hall of Fame record, and it's likely that he won't make the kind of impact. He will not make the same impact that Duran uh, made. The point is. Though that he he can fight back, that's what I was. Yeah, Um, he like it's gonna take a lot. Though it's gonna take some fucking serious. He there is still like um just just to get the public back anywhere near to where they were on his side. He's gonna have to show a tremendous amount of Arturo Gotti esque heart in order for the people to kind of respect him again. He's lost respect from the fans, and it's gonna take something really dramatic. Luckily for him, he's in a an inc- he's in a very exciting division with a lot of exciting fighters like Orlando Salido and Takashi Miura, Roman Martinez maybe, and the guy that Lomachenko called out on Saturday night, Francisco Vargas.
1: Oh shit!
0: <laughs> Which was that was that was an that was a, uh, interesting moment. Was because yeah, said, that's you, all he
1: could say in English. <laughs> Who do you want to fight? Who <laughs> do you want to fight? And <laughs> he, he goes, he sat there and thought about it too. Like, he goes, yeah, he was trying to figure out. How he to literally spell it. <laughs> said.
0: <laughs> he literally was like, uh, yeah, yeah, Vargas. I was like, that's how he delivered. Look,
1: I love what the, even the announcer said. Like, he's not looking for these tuna cans, he's not looking for people that are tuna super cans. shitty. But they they, they literally said, that, Oh, that's a cool thing, that's not as good as hooflufa, but it's cool, I guess. Did you know about boxing? And- but um, he was basically like saying like, no, I don't want to come out of my amateur record fighting just people that are easy to fight. I want challenges. That's like, I want, why I that's want-
0: why I became a fan of his. And it, when he lost to Solito, like just the fact that he took that fight, I was like, I'm digging this guy. And even though he lost, like I'm still a fan mm-hmm. because he did that. He, he done Orlando Solito
1: in your second fight. It's not about the I record. Think, it's about like I want to make a name for myself. I don't give. Up. I want to fight these people worth fighting, not people that I, I can just beat up. I don't want to build it's up a bullshit stupid. record. Exactly, like, like Gary <coughs> Russell Jr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, like someone else fighting three ninety five and shit. You know what I mean? Three hundred ninety five amateur my, like, record. Like, Adney. Crazy that's a tangent. Record. I think that he shouldn't fight Vargas. I think that's going to be a great fight. I think that's a fighters' fight. That's a boxing enthusiast fight. I think right now what's Kind of hindering boxing is they don't have their Conor McGregor, they don't have their old Mike Tyson, they don't have that. Yeah, person. their biggest
0: are like boxing's Shannon Briggs talked
1: about with bo- the heavyweight bo- which,
0: boxing's biggest star retired. Like I mean, so which I think, Pacquiao and so you have Lomachenko, like, you have
1: a couple guys that you could build up to do it. You have Triple G, you have Triple G coming up yeah. as a boxers fan, as a boxing. You fan, you right? have a couple people you can do it with, but you can't do it with them all. So you have to pick and choose which one. Personally, I would choose Lomachenko, and I would put him against Manny, and I would make him embarrass Manny. Manny wanted to come down to one forty, right? For Lomachenko, a, yeah. That's the, a, that's the whole what's that's thing. interesting is
0: a lot of people, including Bob Arum, who. Promoted his 2,000th card on at, at the Lomachego fight, yep. That was his 2,000th card. He's been around forever. Promoting that long? Fuck he you, outlasted dude. Don <laughs> King, the most well-known promoter in history. He outdid him, and he's way more successful. He done outdid him, bro. Such, such a better job. But anyways... uh. Um, he's just kind of an asshole is the only thing. That's why I asked Is He's scum because like... I didn't want to answer It's not that he's scum. (laughs) He's just a fucking asshole. uh, But he he expressed a lot of interest in seeing Lomachenko fight Manny. And I've heard people like boxing fans online say, oh, Manny's way too big for him. It's like, okay, wait, Manny Pacquiao, you mean that guy who made a career out of beating up bigger men because he was faster than them and more skilled than them? That guy who is who's far diminished from what he was he is too big for a guy who's way too fast and skilled for everyone he's fighting like that's
1: Think about it. There's it's like, it's it's almost a passing of the torch thing. That's what it would because be because it's a that's smaller what, guy, smaller be. guy that's fighting a larger guy. That's why is, I that's why I want that fight. I want boxing to have their star and I want it to fucking make this resurgence. This well, the I know, like, like, dude. V-Vassil the talent is well, see, there. See, that's the thing. I feel like Vasil will get his name if he fights someone like Manny. He's not gonna get his no, name unless no, he no, learns the, English. The, he has no, to have a type of broken English so we can do some sort of promotion. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is if if you put Pacquiao's name behind someone like Vasil who we want to be known all of us are like now we're a fan of his at least i am from watching his fights i'm like this guy's amazing but to put the name pacquiao in there with him in the ring i feel like that'll get his name more yeah, out that's, there that's which is great one of the like, oldest I
0: think, practices in boxing as yeah. the passing of the torch you have to have the old star like manny pacquiao got his status from beating oscar de la Hoya in 2008
1: like which that golden him, boy even though Mexico, even yeah. though
0: that de la Hoya was washed up a bit and he was kind of he was over the hill and he had to drain a hell of a lot of weight to fight Manny that was still a great passing of the torch and this is actually something similar because De La Hoya came from 154 his comfortable weight class and dropped down to like 145 to fight Manny Pacquiao Manny Pacquiao had most recently fought at 135 he moved up to it was like them kind of meeting in the middle yeah yeah that's something that Manny who's at 147 now could do with Lomachenko. Lomachenko is at 130. They could try to meet in the middle around 140 pounds or um, make up their own weight class. Because like because that would be like, oh, Manny Pacquiao, this huge star here he is fighting this, you know, this young up and comer that, that's, that's, you know, the passing of the torch kind you know, of thing. Manny Pacquiao is like 87 think, years old right I now. I do think that Lomachenko can win that fight. I think that it would be kind of smart to like, experiment with weight first, though. Like, having him jump all the way up, I think. Right, because what's, what's he at? Because he doesn't right have, like, 130. One of the reasons why Manny Pacquiao 135, was That was
1: 125. What, what, what is... Uh, Lomachenko
0: was 130. 130. I just said it. I it wasn't about... Why, no, and I just said it And I said it.
1: That's what I was asking. 40.
0: He's 147. 147. Manny Pacquiao, like, he just fought Jesse Vargas. He was at 147. It's a big difference. It's a big difference. They'd most likely have to have the catchweight at 140. Which we always argue about, moving weight. Although, if Manny Pacquiao was decided to have that fight, he would probably make a 144. He'd already do something, so he would barely have to lose any weight, and Lomachenko would have to huge jump up because he's the star. Even though he's faded, he's still the A side. He lost or he won his last fight, and that's how you get Vasile
1: famous yeah, I because don't he is. He star. is I, don't like I don't know if he can put on that much weight. I don't like. I don't
0: like that. I don't like having to put on that much weight. One of the reasons why Manny Pacquiao was so successful in jumping up weight is because he was able to dictate the weight limits and he wasn't just fast he had a lot of power if you like if you watch manny pacquiao at 126 130 122 where he made his name it's absolutely incredible what he was able to do to these really tough fighters just what his left hand was able to do to guys, guys like Ledwaba in his in his big debut, what he did to Marco Antonio Barrera, who had never been knocked out, stopping him. What he did to that fucking Eric Morales, never been knocked out, stopped him. What he did to Juan Manuel Marquez, dropped him three times in the first round.
1: Which made Pacquiao name, like all these fighters yeah, made he had like him, him a he had household this, name.
0: He had this remar- he had like remarkable power, and he was able to bring a lot of it up with him. Um, and I, like... Loma, like, and I think that it's going to be hard for Loma it's going to be a little bit harder for Lomachenko to move up in yeah, weight I'll do, I do think it's possible but also it's going to take more time uh, I, I I I got like that fight is interesting, but it sh- they, if they're smart, they wait a little bit longer. What I
1: wanted to do is they wait a little longer, wait until Manny's actually ready to retire, so then Manny doesn't pull that like oh, 144 and he'll actually be willing to come down like no I'm done. Okay, I'm gonna pass on the torch. Okay, is that gonna be in my contract a little bit? Am I gonna get compensated a little bit for all this because I am gonna be done with it? I think that'll be the time, and maybe they can wait at like a 137. Here's the thing is that I do think like even though like.
0: I do think Lomachenko's name is getting out there more, in order to get and because just recently, Joel texted the group chat and said, "Hey Adney, tell me about this Lomachenko guy. Is he the goods?" So is that the guy we met? That's, Remember that's, his that's, Yeah, he asked. That, uh, this is a while ago though. he asked oh, if, yes. he's, if Lomachenko's the goods. He asked that like at the beginning of the year and like that's like that's a, usually a good indicator that a fighter's name is getting out there is like Especially joel, you, joel or somebody have, see, okay, if joel man, or somebody yeah. asked me about them and asked if they're the real deal i'm like okay that name's getting out there then the reason why his name is out there is because he's beating a lot of really good fighters in his division and so that it has boxing fans buzzing and the way to get the hardcore fans buzzing about a guy and make him trying to tell everyone you know about you gotta watch this guy i know i know you're not a boxing fan but you gotta watch this guy the reason why Gennady golovkin's name is out there and sergey Kovalev's name is because like, he was beating everyone in their division not just reaching for the stars against the star like that happens after you you have to establish your name and so people who aren't like oh well at least I know he's a threat I know he's a threat now and he could do that by clearing out his division fighting Francisco Vargas is a good way to do that um Orlando Salido is supposed to fight Takashi Miura soon the fight got postponed hopefully it still happens the winner of that fight versus the winner of Lomachenko Vargas like that, like that four man tournament to establish who is the undisputed champion Have at one thirty would help would help so strongly in getting like even if it's not Lomachenko, their name out there. Right.
1: Yeah, because and it's like they're the pound pound of their division. Like it's
0: like that'll help him climb the pound for pound rankings. Is he's already in the top ten pound for pound right now? If he continues to look spectacular against all these guys like he's been doing, that just climbs. Yeah. It's just gonna climb. And if, and if you can say, "Oh, Manny Pacquiao, the former pound for pound number one, is taking on this new guy who's ranked in the top five pound for pound," and they're gonna meet, it's gonna be a great match of southpaws, future star versus old champ. Like that's how you sell that fight. But he needs to keep winning. Yeah. He needs to keep fighting these really interesting fights, that's build it really up, yeah, build it up. Fair. So you put him against fighters who.
1: Pe- and, and, like one you know, before fight you get the big fight right yeah one that's fight
0: that's really interesting that we've been talking about since he turned pro is Guillermo Rigondo, who has been claiming a lot of racism lately saying that oh how they're calling Lomachenko like oh he's like from the matrix why apparently you have to be caucasian like he tweeted like apparently you have to be caucasian and be neo from the matrix What? because Rigondo is also had a lot of comparisons to Pernell Whitaker although his style is so much closer to Pernells and he has a knockout power in his left hand. Hmm. He like, out like, and he, he's like, a lot of boxing hipsters are say like, yeah, Mundo's the best fighter in the world. Everyone's hating on him. No one gives him respect. No one's good. Do, one the, is, do his, the
1: Trump voice. Do the Trump voice. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fucking. <laughs> do it. Um, but like, he's the best. <laughs> Come on, man. We gotta you know, listen out for next four years. You don't wanna, <laughs> you it's yeah. gonna be fun. We're That's having fun. On. Fun for you, fun um, for <laughs> me, because I know fun. <laughs> but like, I'm still laughing like I was the last every episode. Guillermo
0: it. Guillermo Rigondeaux is a f- absolutely incredible fighter, but his problem is he won't fucking fight. Like he keeps like, like he has these long layoffs, and you could blame the fact that some guys are afraid to fight him. It's like, okay, we'll fight. Do what Gennady Golovkin's doing. A lot of guys are afraid to fight him, and yet he calls out. He's still fighting four times a year, even if they're against low level opposition. Sometimes he's still making. He's keeping his name. out among fans like you have to keep fighting so people remember you if you just go inactive until you get a big fight your name fades that's what happened to andre yeah. ward for a little
1: while damn that's like, a you good have, fucking point you yeah, have to ward didn't fight for like a what a full year or something yeah, like that or something yeah crazy? and
0: he was like fighting like he fought like fucking twice in three fought years oof-loofas. and uh, it's like you <laughs> have to like even if you're fighting and you're like like and that's one of rigando's problems that he's when he's fighting someone good he looks absolutely he looks like an all-time great He's at, he, his defense is impeccable. He's the guy. He's like like Pernell. He would stand right in front of you, and you can't touch him. Nonito Donaire in his prime, he won Fighter of the Year in 2012 and Top of the World. And his first fight in 2013 was against Rigondo and he got embarrassed and beaten up and almost knocked out. He looked like an amateur against Rigondo. Rigondo was a fantastic fighter, but when he's fighting someone who he's clearly better than, he he doesn't show up. He gets a little lazy and he makes the fight incredibly boring. And sometimes he gets knocked down by nobodies. And it's like, well, you expect us to respect you and call you the Matrix, but you're getting knocked down by nobodies, no, dude. Nobody. You need to stay more focused in every fight. You need to stop being so sporadic with your focus. Fight more often. Do shit like that. And the reason why people are so high on Lomachenko, and like he also claimed like racism because – Oh, people don't. People say that he's so great and he's so amazing, but they didn't say things about me and Floyd Mayweather and Pernell Whitaker. They called us boring. But he's defensive and he gets called exciting. It's like, he throws in combinations, dude. You, Pernell, and Floyd—those three names that you put together—none of the three of you guys throw in combination. You throw one or two shots at a time and you play defense. Lomachenko plays percentage, defense, right? And he and throws in combination and he tries to knock you out. I think
1: he, he threw like. Five hundred punches. He threw yeah. five hundred. and landed around. Floyd. Floyd 200. will throw four hundred a twelve-round fight. And yeah, exactly. He did that in like, fucking seven. It's because of his.
0: And I'm not gonna, I'm not mad at Floyd for that. Cause he's still a brilliant fighter. Guillermo is still a brilliant fighter. The problem is like, like you could be a brilliant. No one's calling you that. You're not brilliant. But you're not exciting and you can't sit there and be like, oh, I am exciting even though I throw one hard punch around and don't ever go for the knockout unless That's the fair. guy is so supremely overmatched that it's not a problem. But uh, back to the Lomachenko thing is that like the reason why he's being so talked about amongst – Compared to Neo. Um, in, <laughs> Like inside <laughs> the box is because he fights like someone you haven't seen before and he's still aggressive. He's defensively minded in a, in a sense. Like he cares about defense and he's really good defensively. But he doesn't just rely on that. Exactly. He still goes to be exciting. He throws a lot of punches. He's scrolls hybrid. hybrid. He both
1: ways. He doesn't fucking does, hybrid.
0: Like, he doesn't just try to go for the points round by round. He tries to beat the guy up. That's the difference. Rigano doesn't try to beat the guy up usually. There's been a couple of times where he's looked good and got like an early rounds kind of knockout. But they're very few and far between. And like once again, he's inactive. Lomachenko's people actually offered him a fight. But... He was like – they offered him a fight at 126 and he goes, nah, I'm 122. I don't want that fight. Okay, and he got called out on it this past weekend too. He's like, well, I'm well, I'm Junior Featherwood. It's like, well, oh, you were expecting him to come down and wait to fight you? You don't get to talk shit. Like I just feel like it's kind of anger out of anger. Like he feels that like he should be – you should be where I am kind of thing. And But it's like you still – you have your faults, Rigando, and you need to work on a lot of things in order to be really considered where you think you should be considered.
1: Like, you know, fighting often. Yeah. First That's off, the first, first thing. One. I got one thing yeah. from the UFC side of things. There is a card, December 10th. It's, a, it's, a fi- it's an MMA uh, purist card. If you don't like MMA, you wouldn't want to watch it. So I'm not even going to do any of that. I got one thing, though. One thing. This past Monday, UFC came out stripped Connor of his 145 belt. What? Heard about that. I didn't even what hear about think? that. Heard about that. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Yeah. <laughs> I did not Connor hear about this. hasn't said a word. Whoa, so he hasn't got t- not two belts now? He hasn't now? tweeted anything. Whoa, 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 whoa. So the guy... Speak. Who was sitting there? Sitting there on the—he th- was sitting there. He was standing there, but he was sitting there with the two belts. Okay, wait, hold but on. He, he did the win the two belts. belts. Okay, that—that's the thing. He yeah, won yeah. two belts him and, him and held them simultaneously. Because he's not defending it. Because he never defended oh, his 145 shit. belt. Oh shit! Remember,
0: he won that belt like at the beginning of the year.
1: Yeah, it's been 11 months. Oh, it's, been 11 oh, it's been 11 months. It's been 11. So more than that. It's it's last It's been 11 year. months since he uh, defended the oh, 145. Oh shit! Okay, belt. Yeah, he had
0: that like he had that fight with Nate Diaz, which was like okay, then he's gonna choose to fight again. It's like okay, well. That's two fights. Okay, we'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I want to fight for another belt. It's like, oh, my God. come! on. You have to defend the belt that you just won. He's like, no. And it's like, oh, well, you're the hugest star. It's going to be a huge thing. We'll let it happen. It's a historic. We're going to let that happen. And it happens. It's like, okay, well, are you are going to defend it now? And it's like he's planning on taking a year break or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. dude. We're... Oh, so, no. So I mentioned it. a
1: break? Oh, yeah, I he mentioned that. a break. Dude, you list those belt bro. And, but here's where the UFC completely butchered the entire thing. So this weekend – which would be UFC 206, Daniel Cormier and Rumble Johnson were supposed to fight. That's a really big heavyweight match. That's a great fucking fight. Everyone wanted to see it. DC got hurt. Daniel Cormier got hurt. He like pulled a, a, a some sort of tendon uh, within his groin. So he couldn't like pick stuff up. He couldn't wrestle. Mm-hmm. That's what DC does. He wrestles. But so... That was the main event. That fell out. Their co-main event is a guy named uh, Anthony Pettis versus Max Holloway. And they're both at 145. But it was more for like a number one contender type of spot. Whoever wins this fight will either fight Aldo or Conor at 145. Because Aldo is the interim champion and and Conor is the real champion. But what happened is, D.C. gets injured, right? So they have to push the co-main event up to the main event. And what do they do? They slap an interim title on it to present a belt. Because for some reason, if there's a belt occupied to it, it'll get a little bit more buys. I mean, I think that's what they're thinking. It is, is like, a lot casual But sense. the problem is, wait, hold on. The problem is, right now, or right before all this happened, Jose Aldo was holding the interim belt. They stripped Conor. And they give Connor's belt. To Jose, because he was the interim champ of the weight class, which means he was only the champ because Connor wasn't fighting. Well, Connor didn't fight within 12 months. Jose won the interim championship, pretty much the number one title fight. But Connor's not going to come back, so he gets gifted the belt. That's the thing that boxing
0: does is that they don't care. A lot of promoters and managers don't care that there's so many belts because they can use the belt to sell the fight to casual fans. This is for the championship. This is for the championship. Manny Pacquiao's fight against Jesse Vargas was for a championship. It shouldn't have been, it should have been a 10 round fight. Yeah. anyways. They, like they'll do that, and now that and now that they're comfortable doing that, they did it this time. If they're doing it this time. They'll be comfortable doing That's it again. DC's injured. So DC's injured. They're Rumble pushing denied that
1: fight. the fight. Rumble denied. He's like, I ain't fighting no one. with if, DC? Yeah.
0: What if they get three and four to fight for an interim belt? And what if they do that for another weight class? Maybe uh, Connors on his little hiatus, they keep him champion. They just want so to keep, keep the viewers. They listen. Want to... They'll keep Connor champion at um 155, I, I right? Can, I can say see it. They'll say he's a lightweight champion, and they don't want to lose their star as the champion. So they'll keep him champion for a year, and in that time, they'll have somebody fight for an interim belt and keep having interim belt champions so, fights, until Connor comes back. Like, oh, this is for the real. Look.
1: I completely side with you, Adney. I think because of this new purchase, these dudes came in. It's called WME. And uh, I think I went over this before, but if you haven't listened. uh, So the dude, the main dude who bought the UFC is Ari Emanuel. Ari Emanuel is based off of Entourage's Ari Gold. So he's a businessman. He's all about his fucking money and all that stuff. So I think it's exactly going to go out and he says. And I think whereas 2016 was the best year for MMA, 2017 is going to be the worst Worst year year for for MMA. MMA. Sure she sucked your best friend's dick, kissed you with a mouth full of jizz, but the last laugh is yours to give, because her mom's pussy juice is on your lips, this is Sex Talk. Right, that I'll... does not relate to my story. At all. That relates but, yeah, to every story, Adney. <laughs> <laughs> you need to check your privilege. pigment. Pig- right. <laughs> right. Check <laughs> your fucking <laughs> sexual life, Adney. You know your when, penis she, when she does something to you, she cheats on you, but you get back at her by fucking fucking her mom? I, I know I've that's not that, the sex dude. talk. Sex talk oh, is man, uh, I wish I done that sex after life. a breakup. That's what I mean. That's what I was going for. It's vague, but she cheated on you that's... with her friend. With your friend. So what you got to do is... You keep saying that to me as if that happened to me. Yeah, you know what happened it to me? It sounds a it's little... My story. Over it's my story. <laughs> so it's my story. So it's my story. So you go first So it's now. my story. Right? Yeah, so it's like, my story. You, you but you just, wanna, to, just to, just to you clarify, clarify all this. Yeah, you want to go so bad to <laughs> your
0: story. Tell your story. You have to go first now.
1: <laughs> I didn't fuck someone's mom. But uh, well, boo. Bro. <laughs> Disappointed. Yeah. Ooh, but it was, it was getting Aww. bad at someone. Yeah, I'll go first. Yeah. So my story relates to uh, my story relates to last sex talk actually. Ooh. Um, ooh okay. All right. <laughs> so everyone remembers laundry. So. Oh, you
0: remember laundry. I don't even remember.
1: Laundry, laundry. and I had a <laughs> oh, <God>. very. <laughs> <laughs> You suck at this podcast. I suck at remembering. <laughs> I suck at remembering. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you got some member berries, <laughs> you got bro. some memory berries, bro. Because I'll you fucking some, store some member some berries. Racist berries. You bro. got? <laughs> you got some pure <laughs> Sherry's <cherished> berries, dude. <laughs> you got some fucking <laughs> Peruvian flake fucking memory berries. I can store right enough. Um. Yeah. So uh, laundry. Uh. She and I would. We had that relationship to where, you know, you break up for a week, you get back together for oh, a week. Oh, like Leave me and Jackie. fucking my ex, yeah. 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 You break up for a week, you get back to together for a week. You break up for a week, and it's like you're still together, and yet it's like anything they do when they're broken up, you're pissed off about. So we broke up for a week, and some friends went and hung out with my ex. And it was the longest relationship I had at that time. She's a little bit older. Um, and then a friend of mine was cuddling with her, and then you pulled the dick out and fucking had some sex with her. Yeah. So it's a friend of mine, and I knew they were all going to hang out with her because they were going to party with her. Uh, Cause she has a lot of friends. What a piece. And of I, knew, I knew I there was like seriously. four people that were going to hang out there, right? And I knew something was going to happen. We had just we had just like, broken you don't, up. You don't. Do I wouldn't that. even put myself in that situation. No, there's no fucking. Yeah, yeah. So um, you don't. Yeah, you don't do that. Simple as that. And I knew they hung out there. I knew they spent the night like in the same vicinity. So I called. One of my really good friends, because he's my most handsome friend, the one that got married in Cancun, and I was like, first thing I did, called him, I was trying to play the fucking Batman situation, so I called him, I said, boom, dude, I already know what you fucking did, I already know, I was told by so-and-so, I can't believe you fucking did that to me, dude, I cannot believe you're going to do that with my ex, and he goes, what, I didn't do anything, I'm like, don't lie to me, dude, they already told me, he goes, no, I, no, it wasn't, it was he, should not be named. <laughs> and then I was like, "Boom! What happened? You just told me some shit that I didn't know." about. you Batmaned him. I fucking Batmaned, Batman-ed everybody. You fucking
0: Batmaned him so You weren't thinking that you were Batmaning him at the time. I didn't know I him. were, yeah, me neither. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like you knew him enough to know that when backed against the corner, he would throw. The boy who's the real piece of shit under the bus. Because he's like, no, he's the piece of shit. He did the piece of shit thing. He should pay for being a piece of shit. Not me who did nothing. And threw him one of us. And you knew that was going to happen. So you played ahead of that. Ah, it's Batman.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Can I have a high five? I Batman the <laughs> shit out of that. I was 16. I was Batman. <laughs> right. Fuck off. But it was involuntary. Batman. Up, <laughs> batman it up. Um, I knew what I was doing. I batman it up. No, I really did. Like, okay, so yes, we on... Uh, now, and now, then. now he told me some shit. And I then. Like, I was like, oh, of course, of course. No, of course that. Of course that fucking happened. <laughs> of course that. <laughs> so I was fucking mad. I called her and I was like, you're fucking done. We're done. Never again. Like you. You fuck off and fucking this and that and this. And then she fucking, um, and then I start talking to this other girl. Name fucking we'll call her. Uh, no time uh, frame. We talking within like the next hour? So or are we, we talking we broke, a day so, or two? So we're gonna say this. We broke up. Okay, it's about a week later. Okay. I'm I'm hanging out with other people that she doesn't know. Okay, partying, hanging out with other people that she doesn't know. Then this happens. But the person that knows me that did the thing with the dick, <laughs> he knows that I'm over here hanging out with other people. So he uses as an excuse of. Oh well, I'm fine because you're doing your own thing. You're over here dating or trying to date. a Week later, why Dude, can't I? Dude, you're dating, so why can't I fuck your ex girlfriend? That was the that was the excuse. So then, <laughs> how old are you guys getting up to? Them? Like 16. Seven, 16, Yeah, yeah. I mean, this years later, he's still one of my good friends. But oh, don't allude to that. I'll end that up. Um,
0: so then, you're giving too many clues as to who to say this. So, is. Yeah, there's no way he's editing any of this out.
1: He's not an <laughs> I'm not at all. I'm not at all. Welcome to show. the fucking Thunderdome, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he's just going to come in the next week and punch you in the face. He's going <laughs> to write like, dude. All right, anyways, plot through. So I'm gonna plot through like I did these chicks. So listen. <laughs> so yeah, he's like, oh well, no, it's fine because he's doing the thing with the thing. And so I'm like, sweet, I'm banging this girl named Gavna. I'm gonna call Govna. her. I'm gonna call her Gavna. I like to say Gavna. Because her last name has to do. Oh, I get it. I got it. Gavna. So her last name is why I oh, call Oh, by the her way,
0: Gavna is beautiful. Beautiful girl.
1: Yeah. Beautiful, wonderful. So I'm like, sweet, now I'm hanging out with Governor. And while fucking uh is hanging out with
0: laundry never understood why he found laundry attractive. Never got it myself. I was like, uh eh, dude, that's fucking five. Uh Governor was a solid eight. Dude, right. like he knows, she was super
1: pretty. Still is pretty. pretty it's she's a very pretty girl. Um, so, she had a very bad coke problem, though, which is why. <laughs> this, this is what turned me off about her. She was, like, extremely bad coke addict. And her family oh, is, like, extremely rich. Champ. Very, very, come like, on, very privileged. <laughs> <laughs> very privileged white girl. So, oh, that, out that's her. That's a i out her. hit. Told her she was white. <laughs> oh, oh man, because only five white girls no. that I banged. A white girl with a cocaine problem. Like, how could we? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was fucking money. I didn't even get it until he was playing. Oh no, you said it all. But yeah, every, that's pinpointing every single it. one of you. Yeah. So, the girl that did the thing, uh, she. Try to commit suicide. She literally took a bunch of fucking pills, called me drunk. Laundry? With, yeah, but laundry. No, 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 I thought it was laundry. Yeah, no, 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 listen, listen. Laundry. Oh, wait, it was both. La- yeah, less, <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. That's the story. Sorry. So Sorry. Laundry, no, no, edit that out. Both, both the same first name. How crazy is this? Okay. <laughs> laundry, hits, laundry. Laundry. Because listen. Laundry. No, to an outsider, what this is really getting into is like a bunch of nonsense. Listen, so let's up? Uh, Let's bring polish. It, up. it a little bit. Okay, let's polish it out. So, laundry got folded by fucking air. <laughs> um, she got folded <laughs> <up>. <laughs> yeah, That's <laughs> good. So, okay. then I get a call. You can keep that one in the recording. I, I fucking... I call my friends and find out... I Batman it up, find out what the real deal that happened a Holyfield situation. (laughs) So I, I tell, I call fucking Aaron and I say, you're never getting folded again. I'm never fucking washing you. You're going to live in the dirty laundry world forever. Mildew, bitch. I'm mad as hell. And I'm not not going to take it anymore. All right. And so she's like, no, we're going to be fine. I'm sorry. And all that shit. Because we've been working for a week. You know that deal of like, fuck you, never again. And they're like, no, again, we're going to do it again. Yeah. Um. So she fucking takes a bunch of fucking pills and alcohol. And she's telling me she's going to kill herself. So I'm like, I'm going to call you on my grandpa's cell phone. I'm on my way to your house. I hang up with the normal phone, call the cops, give them their address. Then I call her on my grandpa's cell phone. I never leave the house. I just sit there and I'm like, I'm on my way right now. I get the cops over to her fucking house. Her parents were mad at me at first because it cost them so much money, but the cops told her and the fucking insane asylum which she was sent to, if he didn't call the cops, she would have died. You're lucky he called the cops or anybody called the cops because she would have been fucking dead. Try to commit suicide, but she fucked up anyways. So fuck her. Then, Jesus. then I keep banging. No, no wonder her. you're in all this. So I keep banging. Oh, that's dangerous. why it's so. That's why like the revenge
0: is is so good because like you. F- fucking did that to me and then when i say fuck you like you literally tried to kill yourself in order to convince me to fucking let you back in
1: i saved your life but i left you i left you there (laughs) that's
0: another batman move (laughs) that is such a bad move
1: (laughs) and fucking her mom and her show up to my work and get a sandwich and like i'm trying to be nice (laughs) i worked the turkeys i'm trying to be nice but she knew i was banging governor she knew i was doing the governor things and like Governor super hot banging her out, and what's this is where the tables turn a little bit. Governor fucking sweet. This is my go-to now because fucking fucking Aunt earned fucking banging went sent what's her name sent Laundry to prison or not prison but suicide hotline thing. Um, <laughs> dude, you're saying like so many. Uh, I'm, I'm, you losing okay. me. <laughs> 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 laundry got folded at a fucking insane what asylum. The, the fucking metaphors again? Mm-hmm. Laundry I pulled Yeah, that's. I think that's what's making it so funky. No, no. Okay, so
0: laundry is under suicide watch. Yeah, right I now. got that. She's being protected. You keeps saying it's
1: asylum, like she's at Arkham. Yeah, it's that's like, what I keep doing. I'm getting it, i <keep> <laughs> <banging> <laughs> <us on> Batman.
4: <laughs> hey, you got it.
1: No, um. So yeah, she's at the insane asylum and uh, Arkham, and she comes to me and I give her a sandwich, which is weird. That sounded weird. But uh, I keep, I keep banging <laughs> Governor, right? And now Governor and me are at my house. And we're out with a bunch of friends. I bang her on my couch. And I'm super tired. And she has to go home to her parents. And she gets offered a ride. From my good looking friend. From Aunt Ert. Who banged the last fucking laundry.
2: No way dude.
1: And another friend. Offer a ride. Yeah we'll drop her off. Sweet. Girl I'm banging. No problem at all. Fuck yeah I've been hitting this hot ass chick. Then I found out two weeks later. That on the ride home. Fucking Aunt Ert. And good looking guy start making out with her. Then they get her to flash Wait, her they fucking both start tits. Out like? Yep, and they get her to flash her fucking tits. They're gonna do all this slutty shit, and then I find out two weeks later, after I'd already been making her and, and with her, that the friends that I fucking love, they're messing around with her. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And the end of the story is, I don't know why I'm still friends with the people I'm friends with. (laughs) Dude, you shouldn't be. Like, I'm sitting here contemplating. Like, there's no way.
0: I want to, I just want to, I want to, like... Uh, just reiterate that I'm not one of the friends of the story. <laughs> no. I am uh, not. motherfuckers. <laughs> oh
1: no, God. Adney would never do that to me. And I would never do not that to that Adney. in that situation. Never. Ever. But some like people that's do. Like and hey, you want to hey, make out with to both show of us? that I'm a good friend, that I am there for those who are nah, not there dude. for me. That shows you're a pushover. Oh. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I'm not trying to be back a in the day. He was a pushover, and then I he back was an emo kid at the that's time. He was an emo kid at the time. Can I say that's back in the day? Remember the time? Can okay. I say that I, say, I? Can I say that I? For, I said it was literally ten years yeah. ago. Can I say forget dumb fucking bitches? Forget all that past sex after a breakup. That was those mine. Huh? You guys, that's mine. Huh. Sad. Okay. What happened? Wait, Let's hold make hold it fun. What about after? What about after governor? Yeah, I thought you were. Sorry, no. Let's go. Let's go after governor. Sorry, I. The other uh, laundry got folded in the uh, insane asylum, right? Not only that, but after I had left governor, after I told governor, go fuck yourself never again, you can get on she, you the <coughs> listen, she slid her wrist with a butcher knife what? and got dude. taken to the fucking insane asylum. What, or, dude? Two, okay, I'm done with your story. Two girls. No, well, there's actually. Moving on. Now, now on I'm bragging. No, listen. Now no, I'm, I'm bragging. bragging. No, listen. <laughs> if you include my ex. There's three girls that have been sent to fucking the mental intuition or try to kill themselves because of me. Not because of the D, but because I pick mentally ill women. He has a type. Yeah. If that's not funny. It's not at all. That's why I wasn't joking about it. I mean, you're, you're joking <laughs> That's about why it. he said he
0: was asking us to make it funny. <laughs> like, damn. Because he's a real piece of shit. Like, I don't know why, I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> Like, I'm really worried you need to be about it. You're thinking of Marshmallows and Rainbows <laughs> right now. What are you doing over here looking at murder mysteries and shit? Like, get I'm, out of here. Dude, I'm, Stop, dude. I don't know what I did to them to I sink think. The it's rest not that he's, trapped, he's He's attracted to mentally ill, which is why I'm worried about Dak. Something might happen. We is need to be careful. Ill? Well, you could say that. Yeah, <laughs> <That's laughs> because she's dating. She's you know. very. <laughs> boom! <laughs>
1: boom! Excellent! <laughs> Solved it! Solved it! <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to make a joke, but I can't. <laughs> that out. was money. You fucking ended it. You ended <laughs> it. You fucking... I don't even want to continue this podcast because you're like...
0: Okay, so mine,
1: back... the Same
0: same situation, same storyline. again? No. Okay. God, I just I got the fucking hiccups again.
1: Same storyline? Three chicks? <sighs> no, the, the, songs, the songs. The songs. Oh. The songs
0: that I just fucking talked about.
1: Oh, okay. This well, is... Nor this is more. Don't do that joke. It's not like a good
0: joke. <laughs> you said it. You made I it. Never, I never said explore. <laughs> I picked Nora because it's an old ass name and because that was the wife of Mr. Freeze in Batman the Animated Series
1: that's like saying fucking Timmy the Turtle instead of Thomas the Train Adney whatever I'm gonna make it to where do you I have understand. to fortify your story due to hiccups do <sighs> have to fort- what? A fortify what <laughs> fortify forfeit <laughs> my bad that was my
0: bad. Bad. never give up I'm not Nicholas Walters okay <laughs> <laughs> anyways so this is that during that long dry spell okay, right okay like no luck like I'm like t- t- texting some girls and like I feel like I'm having some success and like there's like okay like one girl that I had like like but I'm just fa- failing so fucking hard first time I go after this we have this huge party bus we ride this party bus full of oh, yeah. booze and drugs all the way to San Francisco party at some club there we got a VIP table then partied all the way back full of... There's, like, six guys and 12 girls. Like, the, statistically, you should get at least one, right? Yeah. Recently single. Yeah, you should. So fucking rusty. There's even a girl who was interested in me and kept, like, wanting to dance with me and, like, was oh, like... she wanted it? She wanted it, but I just failed in the she execution. She was like, let me get it. Didn't work out. Mm. Another girl, I used to bang all the time, like, invited me over to her house for a party. But then Andy I go got ups and she
1: was like, never again. <laughs> like... <laughs>
0: there was a huge hiccup in the fucking story and that like and once again like I thought this was a fucking sure thing fucked it up didn't happen Another girl who I met, messed around with back in the day invited me to go like a couple hours drive to stay the weekend. And I'm in this party town. Oh, tower. this door is fucking It hours. was a It's a fucking big party town for the college kids partying. I'm like, oh, oh a chica or something. I'm going to fuck this chick and maybe another one. Who knows? It maybe was this will maybe, maybe be me breaking the fucking, the, breaking for the line and finally finally crossing the line, finally getting there. Nope, Took time off from work, spent a bunch of money, drove all the way down there. Did a bunch of Nothing. drugs, did
1: party. We started, we party, we
0: started like making out, and we're, we're
1: naked in the bed. Wait,
0: you're naked
1: in a bed. In a bed. bed. In in a a bed. bed. didn't finish the deal. She in a bed. This is real. This isn't made up. I didn't make <laughs> this up. Stevie knows. I called him and I told him it's real. And he told me, <laughs> okay, it's real. Seriously, though. <laughs> and <laughs> like, no, like,
0: no, seriously, like, I'm, we're making out, feeling each other up, doing all that kind of stuff, and like, I'm about to go,
1: but, eh. I'm about to go on her ass. <laughs> That's what the hiccup man is sound like.
0: <laughs> hey, brown ass. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> Anyways, I'm about to go down on her, and uh, she just stops me. It's like, no, we, we can't do this. I'm kind of talking to a guy. We can't do it. Like, you went this far, though? You invited me down here. We did. Like, so
3: uh, you yeah. flew me
0: out. You wasted. You landed the plane. You <laughs> fucking checked my baggage. I mean to tell me I gotta go back to California. I <laughs> wish I could have gone back. Uh-huh. Dude, you wasted. Well, I'm my sorry. No, fucking
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Your ID doesn't check out. but like, that's what she did. I was devastated. devastated. I was so devastated. So
0: I was like, I was dead. I was devastated. I was like, all right, tomorrow I'm gonna try with a friend try like i was like flirting and we're talking and blah 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 but all of a sudden her and her friend getting this big big ass fight in the middle of like at night at a bar they're getting this huge angry going like hating each other all of it and it's just like oh my god this sucks i was like fuck this and just like fuck
1: both these bitches yeah
0: dude went back to the place slept for a few few hours in the morning (laughs) took off home i was like i was like what a waste of my motherfucking time (laughs) nothing is worth. i'm striking out Like, like, I'm a legendary status. Like, I've never, I've never, (laughs) I drove miles, miles, a sack
1: of them. This is what it felt like.
0: This is is what it felt like. I was a Hall of Fame fighter, right? I had a great career, and then I finally retired. I was like, I'm retired now. Had a great career. It was amazing. You know what? Six years of retirement, I'm done with. Well, actually, more three years of retirement. Because if I'm honest. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm, wow. I'm coming back. I'm coming back.
1: I'm coming back. I'll take time. the occasional fighter. Three years, occasional fighters. I'll, I'm but then up. I was sold off of fighters. I had a solid list of non fighters <laughs> for three years. <laughs> but but I didn't like,
0: fight. Let me fuck. <laughs> I was like, I'm coming back. I'm, coming back. I'm coming back. I want to become a big Come return. Back. All right, Come no. back.
1: First fight, I've uh, been in I the lost. Gym.
0: I lost. Second fight, lost by knockout. Third <laughs> fight, lost by first round knockout of a beating. Uh, I'm like, what the fuck? I should give it up. I should hang up the gloves and never fight uh, again. That was my mindset. <laughs> I thought I was a fireman. I thought I could put out the fucking <laughs> the God fire. Is coming. We can't, we can't I kill thought I could put out the we fire. In the heat. <laughs> uh, look up Teddy Atlas's <laughs> fireman speech, guys. It's amazing. That'll
1: get you pumped up. Let's go, champ. And he let's was go, champ. go, Let's go, champ in his own head. Until the girl said, dude, dude, "This not like, happening, champ." It was, dude, it was not <laughs> happening, champ. No, you are trying to fuck my friend, champ. But guess what? We're fighting, champ. Now I'm fighting probably champ. Probably
0: would throw it there.
1: <laughs> Anyways, they went down in weight class. Still like <laughs>
0: doing like the use of the use of drugs is getting worse and worse. But uh, eventually, uh, laughter.
1: <laughs> 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 it's so bad it's so funny it went away for a solid hour yeah it was oh, it was you did this to make people laugh right yeah you told them to and now, you're mad, need a, now you're mad I'm
0: Andy at. Kaufman <laughs> <laughs> but um anyways uh hanging out with Joel and Brody again doing coke again booze again allegedly allegedly Yeah, all um, of it allegedly. I think it was another party bus thing and then we were talking to this one girl uh this girl that uh me and Joel, know. Joel was inviting her over to my apartment. Like, oh, we're going to finish out the party at Adney's house. Meet us there. And this girl, I knew, like, really, like, pretty, like, a really pretty girl. I hadn't talked to her in a while. Turns out that now she's a cam girl. Like, and she makes, wow. her, she makes her living fingering herself in little mini porn videos and just, like, having all the subscriptions and
1: shit going in. And I'm like, that's kind of hot. Yeah, and what's great is she, she – was best friends with folding laundry.
3: Oh, yeah. There she was knew all, so all best friends.
1: So, yeah. Full circle.
3: Full Anyways, circle, like, dude. I,
0: and like, oh, she's coming over. That's cool. And then I remember like passing out because it's like 6 in the morning. Um, Finally passed out. And then like she gets there and it's daytime now. And like I have to go to work. I had work the next day. I was, but whatever I was on drugs mm-hmm. Any, anyway she she comes into the bar Joel lets her in because Joel's still awake still doing coke <laughs> and he's like oh allegedly Adney and oh, what should we call this shit um okay uh, I'm just gonna call her Harleen whatever it's kind of old name I like old names <laughs> anyways so Harleen shows up right do you like old names? <laughs> mm-hmm. Harleen shows up and she's like wearing a corset which right away good job Good on you.
1: Good on you,
0: kid. And like Joel wakes me up, he's like, "Look who's here, Adney, Wake up, Harleen's here. Harleen's here. Remember, she's here. We told her she'd come, and she showed up." And I'm like half like uh, all fucked up, like, "Oh hey, whatever." Like not even giving a fuck right now. And Joel, like, "You gotta wake him up. You, there's the only one way to wake him up." She's like, "Whoa, what?" He's like, "You're gonna have to show him your tits."
2: Yeah. What?
0: And then she was like, "What?
1: I can't just..." Joel can get anyone to show their like, tits. I can't just like show my tits and uh joe's like yeah you can she goes oh yeah, you're right That's ah. again. verbatim <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, i am i'm the fucking and so uh, <laughs> and like i'm like i don't like i'm i'm like asleep basically and joe like grabs me he's a big guy and he fucking jumps on the bed grabs me ah, dude, wake up! and i was like why is all dude She gonna show you her tits and i was like oh what we're up we're doing stuff tits, tits? Are okay. tits, all right sit up and then she just straight fucking pulls down her corset big tits just flop out right there. In and a
1: corset? That's hard.
0: And then I was I was like, so are you going to like lay down or whatever? And like <laughs> just fucking.
1: Everyone knows <laughs> Adney's weakness is clothes. All right. <laughs> and if certain articles of clothing, like Adney likes it when girls have more articles of clothing I'm like, all right. That's not true. I don't like sweaters. Yeah, but. Thigh
0: highs and corsets. That's a yeah, very, you know, that's you know, a thigh. very narrow. I, I love highs, dude. Thigh highs are the love.
1: I'm all about it. I'm all about it.
0: She had pants on. She didn't have thigh highs, unfortunately. Doesn't matter. She had the corset. Slow that. Anyways, and like that happened. Shen Butner's
1: sweater I passed out
0: again and like, I ended up having to wake up like 10 minutes later and I went to work and then I got sent home from work because I was fucked up.
1: He's like, look at me, look at me. You're on the cocaine I sold to your friend. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: he was like, of course, my boss was like hella cool about it. He understood everything. Oh, I've been there. (laughs) I been there. Exactly, but in an accent. And uh he sent me home. Oh, that's Mexican style. <laughs> the volcano. fuck, fuck you. Cuban style. Oh no, fuck. <laughs> off. that's white girl style. Anyways, um I go home. Everyone's finally passed out and then like finally like Joel wakes up and like we're talking I'm like ta- talking to Joel and talking to Brody in the living room and uh we're just bullshitting and Joel's all I was like, I'm oh I'm so fucking tired. I need to fucking sleep. He's like, dude, just go to sleep. I was all fucking, Harleen's in there. I don't want to be fucking creepy. And he's like, who? Oh? Harleen. Uh, Harleen's in the bed. And I was like, I, I don't want to be just a fucking weirdo. I was like, eh, move over. He's like, dude, don't be fucking. Dude, it's weird your bed.
1: It. She's the weirdo. You're yeah. allowed to be
0: exactly like encouraging me to go in there. I was like, yeah, fuck it. Fuck, yeah, this is my bed, isn't it? It's is my yeah. apartment, too. Joel, hey, Joel, Joel's pro-rape. Rape. Joel's pro-rape. Don't I pay them all the rent, all myself?
1: Okay, I'll go in. And then, like, I just go and I lay down. He's pro-choice. Like, Joel's pro, like, you have the choice whether or not you want to rape or not. So it's basically... Just, yeah, it's my house, bitch. Yeah. You don't want to get raped. I'm, I'm I, right.
0: I get to choose. It's pro-choice. And what's funny is I actually talked to Harleen uh,
1: recently. So did I, just earlier before this episode. She was like... You guys are going to talk about me, huh? (laughs) She said that. I have the evidence. I have the evidence. Here's why. Because of the sex talk, she said. Here's why. She goes, okay, you guys are going to talk about the dark era, aren't you? Oh, she knew the topic? Oh, she knew. Okay, Uh, so here's. the because. Okay. Here's the thing is like Like,
0: she uh, she messaged me on, uh, I think it was on Instagram, like for something. And then we're just like kind of talking. And she was talking about uh, like how she like actually had a flirt on me. Like we started talking about that time. And then I brought up the idea, like, we might actually do that, like, we might do that on an episode. And I might tell that story as that would be a good idea, you know, after, like, first sex, after a breakup. That's actually a really good story. And I might tell that story about you. And she's like, oh, my God, you can't tell that story. I was like, I'll think of a fake name. And then she's like, okay, cool. And I was like, can you make, just tell me your side real quick so yeah, I can get a more get comprehensive thing. And, like, she basically told me, like, like that's kind of how I saw it. That's basically, yeah, it's the same story. Okay. You're nothing so exciting. Man. But she added the fact that she's like, I actually always had a heart boner for you for a really long time. And I was like, I was like, what the I was like, can you just and we talked for for a minute? I was like, oh really? Like and I pretend like I knew what that was. And we talked for a minute and she was like, Yeah, remember like I'm the one who initiated all the cuddling and stuff. And I was like, yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> you raped! You raped! I always thought for these past five years that I did wrong. You got seduced. you did wrong. Then I asked you her. got seduced. Like, every other and woman, then, Adney must be nice. And then I asked, her, I was like, wait, so what's a heart boner? Like, what does that even mean? She's like, a crush, idiot. And we're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense, too. And Adney then, was trying to play the DC, the dumb card. What do you mean you had a crush, me? Like, what does that even mean? Is that a thing? Like, but here's what happened is, like, she, like the cuddling started happening. And then all of a sudden, your boy's
1: not tired anymore. Your boy's a little excited, <laughs> yeah, because he's <laughs> smorted in a fucking line of pure alcohol. I brought in some I was slightly so Please.
0: I ate a bite or two. Peruvian, oh, wow. beer nice. IPA. Oh. No, bro- I seriously, like I I had, IPA. You brought. I in. had this like incredible like lamb shawarma with sauteed vegetables and rice. Only had two bites. I couldn't eat anymore. That's how fucked up I was. <sighs> Anyways, he <sighs> wasted some. I ate it later. Okay. And I actually. Sh- oh, oh, he ate it later. You see. know what I'm saying? Oh, he ate it oh, later. He worked up Oh, out he, out he got some food. <laughs> oh, he was hungry. He's hungry. He was full. In the end of two I, in, I initiated the kiss. I did the makeout face, like we're laying there, all the cuddling and all that stuff. And then like I do the face, and then she's like, "Yep." And we start making out. But and wait, that, she came ninety.
1: N- and no, you? no, I actually came ninety-eight. She came tw- two, two percent. Oh, I bad. gave, I gave a solid
0: seventy-five. Two
1: percent, solid
0: seventy-five makeout face. Like this is, this is what I want to do. What do you? Want to do? <laughs> what are you interested in? Hey, at least he put <laughs> <what laughs> your hobbies. At least he was like, "You're yeah. in my bed." Are you in
1: the? And she was like. <laughs>
0: well yeah and then we start and it you know how like you'll make out and then it gets like slowly more intense nope. yeah it gets, and this, builds up yeah you would not like, know because you go straight there know it's like there's some biting and some nibbling and some kissing on the neck before it gets crazy making out and you're usually drunk when the crazy makeout ha- happens this went straight to wild lustful animals
1: attacking each other in the wilderness nice. uh, with our faces though and just like it's a baby turtle <laughs> trying to fuck the chipmunk <laughs> it's the same
0: story going at it immediately i missed that fucking uh, i don't know i just made wait, that up <laughs> i think wait i think she rolled on top of me first for yeah a of course because
1: you didn't force yourself on her <laughs> it's,
0: like, it's we took, to we play took play turns like, rolling each other here, rolling yeah. on top of each other making out and like feeling and rip, ripping each other's clothes off getting butt ass naked and sucking on each other's things and <laughs> <laughs> that stuff happened
1: <laughs> We sucked on each other's things. That could be the name. (laughs) You did it poorly, but you at least tried.
0: She actually told (laughs) me that I gave her the best head. (sighs) Batman. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, your head was really good, but I hardly remember. Where is all your gum going? Because because it was like, no, we need a fuck. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like, no, fuck the blowjob. Let's fuck. I was all about it Like I'm pretty sure That she was
1: old Adney. He, now he's all about that blowjob You know what I mean I'll relax and have a blowjob
0: Yeah I, I am really like <laughs> I'm an old man now like, Alright let's see what
1: you got I have the beast of <laughs>
0: scale It's very important I actually We've we, we all grown here, here At the alcoholics Because like grown now here. I'm
1: like Okay And I'm, I'm going through my mind Like huh eh. Technique's pretty good. I'm going to give that four. <laughs> like, I'm, get, I'm roll rolling it. through it as she's
3: so doing we, it. <laughs> we asked the blowout, yeah, yeah, it's it?
1: kind of bad. We've grown and become more selfish as a podcast. Yeah, you're going to blow me because sure. guess what? I have a five-star podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry.
1: Sorry, what do you want to do? <laughs> Bitch,
3: I'm a star. This
1: Bitch, funny, you're about to fold my laundry. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I need you to shut the fuck up and do some things. <laughs> Dora the Explorer, My Nuts. And um, then you got it. You got I remember, it. like we, like then, like
0: of course the fucking started happening. we were like, just fuck, you know, missionary fucking. So that's how you start. And then, like, that's then that's how you start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you start fisting. and no, then you go said from missionary. There. Yeah, and then like flipping her over. I start anti-crisis uh, position. And you know, say I'll what? say it. A little bit of anal play happened. Lured really? her butthole on. You mean with oh, your butthole? She put her. No, she butt, put her finger. put strap
1: on on. She's ready to go to and count. she said like
0: that's not like she was say something effective effect of like. She wasn't expecting it, and it's not something she usually did, but she was digging it in the moment. She was like, all right, let's do that. And that happened, but ultimately, we're just fucking like crazy. But ultimately? Like, what are you saying? Good one. (laughs) 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 Anyways, uh, keep fucking, and then, you know, playing with her her clit while I'm fucking with mine, all that kind of stuff. You know, orgasms happen. It's a great...
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
0: orgasms. Adney came twice. She still didn't come. But the <laughs> art matters. My that's boy got... The, got high five. My
1: boy got off. You know what I'm saying? You mean I, she
0: got off twice. Now, I finally, I finally bust that first fucking nut after the breakup inside of a fucking curl. Wait, inside a, of a inside real her?
1: human being of a hey, no, I No,
0: I wore a condom. Oh. No, but The point is, it's
1: like, the first time, it's like... No, I got it. it but you been, said, like, you said inside. So it
0: yeah. had been a couple of months. I'm a pro
1: pull-out. So, uh, I gotta yeah, pull like, out. It'd been a couple so of I don't months. bust inside,
0: no one. I always wear condoms because I don't trust anything. And busting
1: inside is a little bit better. Like, that's the only no, argument great, I will give. I have four condoms. I pull it. Because you can just yeah. come right in there. Yeah. Yeah, victory. I, I, that's, I'm gonna quote Joel LaRosa when I say, I don't like wearing Kanas because they might break. <laughs> 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 I don't want that. I don't need them breaking on me. So Dude. I'm going to just stay away from them and not worry about Especially them breaking. Shooting low. You know, that's a problem,
0: you know? <laughs> I know dang, I, I'd rather just. I'd, I'd rather know I got a problem
1: and then like hope that I don't end up having a problem. Yeah, because you, know yeah, I mean? you know when they come to you and they say like you might be the dad, it's like, well, I wore a condom. Well, if you don't wear one, then you know, then you're, you're not yeah. worried. <sighs> you, you know, okay, yes, this is me. I'm gonna punch you. We're gonna be fine.
0: So, the, the sex is finished. Catching our breath, that whole thing, like, oh, that was really fun. Like, yeah, hey, I've been
1: wanting to actually do that oh, for a long why time. Did you misquoted, it? It was really quick. It was right. That's what you meant to say. <laughs> totally. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: for her to come, my boy. Bam. Love <laughs> right. money bro. And
0: so like, we're sitting there, and like we we ended up like like we're about to pass up, like just you know,
1: guys that's what you up. do after
0: like sex like that. It was like you're about. We're both about to pass out. And out of nowhere, Joel comes knocking on the door. Just hey, you guys done? just <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Uh, these all, oh, no, we need to find some shoes, and they're probably in your room. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, like it was just some stupid fucking thing that happened, but... That uh, yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I mean, and
1: then right after that, I got a call. Right? It's like 8.30 in the morning. Here's yeah, 7.30 no, in the morning. morning. Hey, I'm like, what the fuck is Joe calling me for? She was like, dude, guess what just happened? Oh, here, yeah. Here, yeah, yeah. Here. yeah. Talk to dad. Yeah, no, she was <laughs> like... like, she,
0: like they, they, he finds, like... Uh, he was looking for Brody's shoes. He finds Brody's shoes, and then, like, so... They're all, like, hanging out and everything, and, she, and then, like, she's like, yeah, oh, she's like, oh, I need a cigarette. And so she goes out into the uh, uh, the patio. She starts smoking, and then Joel grabs me. He's like, come here, you motherfucker. We got to call Stevie now. And then we run outside and go but, um, next to the apartment complex, call Stevie, and then he does that to Stevie. He goes, guess what
1: the fuck he did? Dude, you have no idea. Guess what happened? I'm like, what? I'm fucking tired. He goes, dude, you're not even going to believe it. I'm like, well, what is it? Tell me. He goes. Talk to (laughs) Addy. And then he hands hands the phone to Addy and he's like hey, what's up? Guess what I did? And I was like what? He goes talk to Joel. (laughs) And then Joel gets on the phone and Joel's like dude like being Joel everyone's being super fucking puzzle piece of a thing like you guys are putting fucking fucking
0: trails together of like and then here's the thing is that like it felt like she was on the on the porch so i was like dude i'm pretty sure she can hear us let's go in the car and then and joel's all hold on okay hold on we're going in the car and we run into my car (laughs) slam the fucking doors closed and then he gives me the phone and i was like meanwhile i'm in
1: bed before work like i'm literally about to wake up for work i'm getting a call so early and i'm mad because my alarm hasn't gone off yet oh i'd be furious and i was like
0: hey although cv i i had sex
1: I and was I like, s- I was like, whoa, what? No, I'm awake. <laughs> <laughs> um, with whom? Because I use proper punctuation. And he's like, um, Dude, I folded <laughs> that laundry? I've like all the laundry. Then, Joel's then, all, Joel grabs the phone and says, guess who I had sex with? And then I was like, wait, what's going on here? And then he hands the phone back to daddy and, he, and he's like, I had some sex. I'm like, dude, okay, you guys need to explain this to me. Yes, you guys have been hanging out a lot. Okay, yes, you guys are close friends. Yes, you guys are on some fucking uh, straight pure alcohol. <laughs> but I need to know if you guys are doing things. And Joel's I like- told, I told him, like, I was
0: like, I, I had sex. And then like, and, and Joel's like, guess with who? And then like, he like- Yeah, that's he, the real like, story. I was, was joking. Saying, yeah. He was saying it was- it was harleen but he wasn't saying he was like hinting at guess what like giving stevie <laughs> hints, hoping he was right, she like has that's...
1: 32 fucking 100 blonde hairs on her head okay yes. she has tits she you know to what has... what talk about he got quinzel you know what i'm talking the about like, was in there, like
0: doing that he's like and he goes wait Harleen? He's like, yeah, I did it! And I was like, yeah, dude, we fucked.
1: It was cool. Dude, so not, Joel put the hints. He's laying down the hints. He's laying down the whole fucking trap, trying to get me to fucking uh, mousetrap it up. And I fell into the trap, discovered who it was, and then he handed the phone back to Abby. Alright, puzzle's over. And I was like, dude, I did it. I was like, no way. I'm so glad, because Dora sucks. No, I'm sure. <laughs> but, but no, I was just like, no way. That's good. I'm glad that you did, did a thing. And I was like, that's crazy, because I didn't... There was nobody else that was banging fucking Winzel at Or Harleen. At all. Like, literally at all. I hadn't talked to her in years. Literally fucking years. And, like, even my story, the, the reason I knew that fucking uh, laundry was gonna kill herself was because Harleen is the one that called me three way on the phone with the suicide Three way on the phone back in the day when you had yeah. house phones yeah. and shit. Dude, Yeah, yeah. Three way on the phone with the fucking suicide Can't patient. Do that. So, Harleen, do do so Adney's story completely goes back to mine. And I had I didn't even hear about right. her in so long, I didn't know about her. So, when they mentioned Adney's like, oh, it's just And I was like, what? What is she even doing that I haven't heard from her in years. And it was like, it's kind of money, dude. She was like, <laughs> she was the one back in the this day. This is like,
0: first started saying money. I dude, she
1: was the one back <laughs> in the day to where you looked at her and you were like, I met her in eighth grade and I was like, damn, dude, she's fucking hot. She went to Catholic school. I'm like, she's ha- super fucking Catholics, good looking. She's a, she's private, a friend dude. of ours, his fucking ex. So, like, that's how we met her. And I'm just glad that Adney banged her ten years later. Sweet. Yeah, dude, and that was that, and, and, and like literally, literally
0: ten years uh, later. As soon as like we had sex, what was funny was like right after that, like we started watching Game. Of, she likes Game of Thrones. We started watching Game of Thrones and eating that fucking thing, and then I was trying to sit there trying to get Joel to watch Joel watch. <gasps> Joel, you need to watch the so, fuck. I don't watch that shit. And now he's a huge fan. Nah. So, so that's Joe, all the story was. Check oh, out, yeah. So, yeah. You know the story. Watch, exactly. Game and of Thrones on the next and here's podcast. The thing, here's the thing: <coughs> after after all those strikeouts, after two months of the worst strikeouts ever, finally fucking this girl. And I've wanted to fuck for a long time. Not only was that did that happen, but, but Joel watched, watched Game of Thrones. Coincidence? No. I don't think so. Immediately after, it just started pouring in like crazy. Like dude, like crazy. How many girls so I was started just coming
1: in? That's what happened after I banged the the bigger girl that we talked about earlier, and then afterwards, <laughs> it's that confidence they can smell it. But mine will come next week. We ran out of batteries. Mine will come our fault. next week. <laughs> That's our fault. That's our fault. So it, let's uh, uh, play us out. We're gonna do some things. Come with me, everybody, my up, and I'm not quite in the library. Library.
2: Come with me, everybody, and Harleen, do you know about my ween at the library? <laughs> at the library, Come with me. i as mean, a still makes me I'm laugh. <laughs> <up in the laughs> <I'm in.
1: laughs> so, since we're getting into this idea of relationships i think the main topic of discussion this week was like kind of exes sort of thing which great the, the whole episode had a theme i love it. so i wanted to add to that theme just the cherry on top and i wanted to suggest the book i hope they serve bear in hell oh that's tight ty- by like tucker max oh yeah i remember oh yeah
0: oh yeah
1: the adaptation was pretty good <laughs> yeah the adaptation was not bad at all my name is tucker Max. And I am an asshole.
0: Isn't it weird how my voice sounds echoey in the background now? Shh, don't do that. Don't do that. That was not cool. Okay.
1: I don't like that. I'm the editor. I don't like that. I don't like <appreciate> that. <laughs> <by my challenge. laughs> no, I don't like
3: any
0: I don't like okay, I don't like
1: that. I don't like I don't I don't like I don't like I don't like I don't like that. I do I don't like that. I don't I don't like I I don't I don't like I I don't I get excessively drunk at inappropriate times, disregard social norms, indulge every whim, ignore consequences of my actions, mock idiots and posers, sleep with more women than is safe or reasonable, and just genuinely act like a raging dickhead. But I do contribute to humanity in one very important way. I share my adventures with the world. And these are readers' feedback that I want to share with you guys. I am completely baffled as to how you can congratulate yourself for being a womanizer or a raging drunk, or think anyone cares about an idiot like you. Do you really think that exploiting the insecurities of others while getting wasted is a legitimate thing to offer? Thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing with us your wonderful tales of drunken revelry, for teaching me what it means to be a man, for just existing so I know there is another option. I too can say screw the system and be myself and have fun. My life truly began when I finished reading your stories. Now, when faced with a quandary about what course of action I should take, I just ask myself, what would Tucker do? And I do it. And I'm a better man for it. I find it truly appalling that there are people like you in this world. You are a disgusting, vile, repulsive, repugnant, foul creature. Because of you, I don't believe in God anymore. No just God would allow someone like you to exist. Then the fourth one, I just finished reading your brilliant stories. I laughed so hard I almost vomited. I want to bring up that kind of joy to people. You're an artist of the highest order and a true humanitarianist to I am in both shock and awe at how much I want to be you. Then the last one: you are the coolest person I can ever imagine existing. If you slept with my girlfriend, it'd make me love her even more. <laughs> and that's how I feel about Donnie G, my boy. Such a weird thing. Let's and that's going to end it for The Alcoholicast. You can find Here us- we
0: are together, intimately, on one mic.
1: Yeah, we're doing the thing. You can find us all on Instagram at The Alcoholicast. You can find us on Facebook at The Alcoholicast. Write us, rate and review us on iTunes, motherfuckers. Find yeah, us on please. SoundCloud. It's so easy. Yeah. This like, is the problem. Chris doesn't want to even introduce you. He doesn't even like you guys anymore because you guys aren't <laughs> fucking around with some yeah, shit. Yeah, it's easy.
0: You have like the podcast app that you listen to this on. It gives you the option to write a review and give us a rating. And add me a hiccup. I'm gonna keep hiccuping unless you fuckers rate. is only gonna hiccup
1: for the rest of the show unless <laughs> you guys rate and review us on iTunes. So if you're over no, don't say that because they might not because it's really fucking funny. Okay, <laughs> if you're over it like I am, then you're, <laughs> 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 you need to get closer, <laughs> closer, um, closer, closer, <laughs> closer, uh, oh, uh Yeah, we'll r- rate, and review us, please. Come on, we. we You know you want to maybe
0: share 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 the uh, podcast with a friend.
1: Snatch on the podcast on your phone. Share with a friend. Do some things you're interested. If just do some homework this week. Tell a friend about us. That's all we ask. Tell a friend about us, and you can find us all here on one mic because that's all we're doing. And uh, Aunt Er is in the garage. Probably having fucking uh, remembering stories about him banging some chicks that I was with. Cause he's <laughs> a dick. Me, dude. I don't Kill want to see he's a fucking vulture. <laughs> he's a
0: vulture. He's <laughs> a fucking scavenger. He followed dick. Repeat he's Following <laughs> he followed
3: dick. dick. Don't follow Sorry. dick, champ.
0: He followed dick, champ. He's the best at following dick. He followed dick, champ. You don't follow Dick Champ. That's not champ. I don't champ think does,
1: you can champ. say champ after after follow Dick. Yeah, if you follow Dick, you, hate yeah, oh. you ain't the champ. Yeah, you ain't the champ. You follow champ, Dick, champ. Champ don't follow chump. Dick. Chump it
0: out, Check up, man. champ. Champ leads Dick. <laughs> champ leads the dick. <laughs> champ champ, <laughs> the dick.
1: champ <laughs> I don't follow Dick. just fucking lead the dick, bro. Leading the dick. Don't don't lead the dick like to somebody's ex. That's not cool. Um, and if you're gonna do it, at least be, have the excuse of being high on cocaine.